Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. This morning, I, I posted this on Twitter this morning, a little interaction that I had with my daughter. I say, hey, make sure to put on your gloves. I know! You didn't give me a chance! Yeah. Stop bossing me around! Oh, I said, yeah. I'm not bossing you around. This is my job. I am your father. This is my job. Just to remind you, put your gloves on. I can't wait to boss my kid around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not bossing. This is called parenting. <laughs> well, I'm going to parent a lot. <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> It is Wild Card Wednesday. Yes. Yes. It's our favorite day. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have on campus coming up at 448, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 534. And it's Wild Card Wednesday, and that means you control the show. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614 787 3093. There is no topic dumb enough for us to talk about, for oh. us not to talk. Yeah. One day I'll get that right. There's no topic. Today's not that day. Dumb enough that we would avoid it. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Speaking of dumb, before we get to the actual dumb stuff. Buckeyes lose to Nebraska last well, night. That's that is actual dumb stuff. I mean, it's well, I mean, it's dumb. You don't, you don't want to talk about it? No, no, no I I, I have want lots, to talk about it. I have. I'm saying it's dumb, so it qualifies for Wild Card Wednesday because that was just abjectly stupid. The Ohio way that, State the way that game went has now lost 13 straight road games. Last road game they won was January 1st of last year. Um, look, you could say to yourself, "Well, what are you going to do?" Nebraska hit shots last night. Okay, I'm, I, I'm tired mm. of saying this. Buckeyes mm-hmm. missed their open shots. Because, you know, eventually those shots are going to fall. First of all, I don't know that. <laughs> How long has that been a thought? You can leave me open out there, and I just keep taking shots. Or the defense understands what they don't have to do to defend right. this Buckeye team, which is put a hand in their face outside by the perimeter because the Buckeyes cannot consistently make an outside shot. So there's that. And then there's the fact that you are so weak and soft defensively both on the glass at the perimeter where nebraska can pretty much do what they want to do and find an open look well there's that there's also i mean look i feel like it's it's frustrating to me because i hear chris holtman saying things after the game where it's like well we're soft right now we're, we're soft we're not playing the way we could be we're not as tough as we need to be take the words right now out of that statement 
Right. You're soft. I mean, period. But, but here's the problem. Why is this team like that, Chris? That's your fault. You're the head coach. You are the one who hits the portal every year, finding guys that come in here and can't get the job done. None of those guys seem to improve. After last night's game, I went and flipped on Creighton and Xavier because I just wanted to watch actual basketball be played by two good teams, not one team that actually knows how to play. And I watched a game where it went back and forth. Xavier kind of was up. Creighton's ranked. Xavier's not. Xavier had a rough start to the year. Sean Miller is there. Sean, sweating out of his shirts. But you know what happened with that team? They got a bunch of guys in the portal, start of the year. Those guys didn't play well together. And then they came together and have developed a little bit more playing under Sean Miller. And I'm sure they will continue to get better because that's what good to great coaches do, even the ones who have been found to be massively corrupt. I'm just pointing out that your team can improve over a season. Remember that? Remember how teams used to do that around here? No. Where they would get better over time? Not, we got a bunch of guys who are, we think, good. They come in, have a couple games in December, and then Big Ten season hits. There's no development. There's no getting better. Defensively last night, this team is just leaving open. What was his name? Rink Mast? Rick Mast? NASCAR driver? Like, whoever this guy was, they're leaving him wide open at the top of the key when... Guys were running at him. They're, they're, there's out there. They see him, and then they just run away. Roddy Gale ran away from him, and he hits a three. Another one, Zed Key, doubling down in the mid post. This guy's floating out of the top. Zed just loses track of him. Is that because Zed Key's a bad player? Is that because Roddy Gale's a bad player? Or is that because the coaching staff is not doing their job and not getting it into the players' heads, putting them in well, good well, positions well, to make what, these plays? Yes, of course. It could be both. Coaching staff's not doing a good enough job. And I'm not going to say bad player, but it's quite possible. Roddy Gale, Zed Key, not good enough. Well, not what they should be. Right. Who is telling Zed Key to continue to shrink? (laughs) Start eating carbs, my friend. I've said this before. Get that ass as big as you possibly can and park yourself in the lane. Well, but the... uh Yes, but then the idea is if you're going to slim down, it would be so that you could go out and defend guys but on the perimeter. But he can't do like that bigs well. who run out to the three-point line and start draining threes on you. And what did they have last night? A big who went out to the three-point line and was making you pay, and you didn't get any help from that because Zed Key isn't doing it. Again, it's not, I'm not trying to just put it on him, right? I, what I'm saying is this, this is the way the program has decided to recruit. This is the coaching that those players are getting. They are not developing and getting better. If anything, they are stagnating or possibly even taking a step back. And it is now over a calendar year that since they've won a true road game. I mean, I don't, I think that's reason to be frustrated and alarmed on top of everything else we know about this program. To me, this is yet again another sign that Chris Holman is not long for this job at Ohio State. And it's only the only thing saving him right now is the fact that you got an AD switch happening. And I mean, maybe that doesn't save his job, but that's the only thing in my mind that keeps him there. That in his massive contract that Gene gave him for God knows what reason. Like these are just, this is bad. This is not acceptable basketball from Ohio State. You've lost 13 straight road games. 13 straight. This program has become comfortable with just being the team that can, you know, beat a team like Penn State at home, but God forbid you go on the road and beat a Big Ten team. 
Sure. It's almost impossible. And right. you have Northwestern coming up on Saturday. And maybe you said, oh, Northwestern. Get a win there. Will you? Yeah, Northwestern is a tournament team right now. That gym has always been a house of horrors. It's small. It's loud. What, what we know is that when this Buckeye team goes on the road, even as young as they are, you think they would learn how to play on the road right. at some point. They crap yeah. themselves. Yeah, man. They can't do it. it. It's it's frustrating because this is what I'm telling you is are there players on this team that can get the job done? Are there good players in this team? Yes. But you also have a lot of one dimensional or I hate to even say it, not dimensional guys on this team. You have guys like Jameson Battle who what is he gonna give you nine times out of ten? It, like if he's if he's playing his best game, he's gonna give you some outside shooting and that's about it. Right? He's not going to just take over. Barring a miracle, he doesn't usually take over games. He is not like this ultimate basketball player. He's a guy who does like one thing kind of well at times, right? You have a lot of guys on this team like Dale Bonner. This is a guy who played at Baylor. Who's like a big time transfer you bring in and he feels mostly like maybe he plays some defense, I guess, but not really like, where where is where is the the transfers that we're looking at to come in and improve? Instead, we're getting other teams that are good or have been good. We're getting the guys who haven't been getting the job done there, and then they come here and don't get developed. It's not wrong that sometimes guys don't get the minutes they should, or they don't play enough, you know, at the big time school, so they want to come over here. But your staff is not developing them. Chris Holtman is not developing them. So that's where I get frustrated. If they were playing really good basketball and just weren't getting the bounces last they weren't playing good basketball i'm sorry this you don't is not just good not basketball. get the bounces for 13 straight road games that's what i right and the only consistent here because you've changed the team over multiple times the last few years with transfers that's the way it goes the only consistent piece to this is the whole man so you tell me what the problem is jackets lose 4-1 in edmonton wow. oilers win their 14th in a row uh, jackets are in calgary tomorrow night uh, you know, they played with him for two periods, and then the Oilers woke up and said, okay, time to finish this off, and then they did, because they're good. Never heard, that, never heard that story not. before. Right. I mean, that's pretty you, much what I expected. The Jackets have played good periods on the road this season. The Jackets have a hard time keeping up with teams that are just, talent-wise, head and shoulders above them. Well, of course. And that, I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm not even, it's not even something that I'm really terribly shocked about, right? This is no, just, I'd be shocked if they won the game last night. What What's frustrating is that my frustration with the Jackets is not the on-ice product night in, night out. I realize what that is. They're just at this point trying to get young guys to learn how to play, and you're going to have that, right? You play against a good team who looks at the Jackets and says, they've got nothing. We can pretty much roll out there half asleep and beat them. And, and then, then wake up in the third period, the third period and they score three actually goals were like, like okay, they did. Yeah, let's go play hockey for a period and take this game over, which is what exactly happened. But... I'm not mad about that. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm hung up on the major issue here that you have a guy there in Yarmo who's been there longer than Chris Holman's no, been at Ohio you State. Know what, though, I'm tired of talking about I know him. I am too, but I, that's I'm tired of talking about nothing him. changes, man. This is the guy who's going to run your, your trade deadline, apparently, even though he should be like out the door. This should not even be a thing, but he's going to run that, possibly make some moves that screw you even further, and then be shown the door at the end of the no, year the, because, the good news is, because of decorum. I saw that. Line A is going to be back. Oh, good. In a couple of games. On this trip, he's going to be back. Wierenski's going to be back. And so what they're going to do is they'll probably play Line A. Mm-hmm. The last game on this trip. Yeah. And then it's all-star time, and then it's time for a 10-day break. 
That's right. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe just don't even bother playing them. Well, because, that's what I mean. I mean, don't even play them. Why the are we rushing Wierenski <laughs> and Line A back? Have them get out there and then they get blindsided, knocked out of a game again, they and then they're play out for, for a game or two. Yeah, just and then you have your ten day break. Bring them back after the All Star game. What are we even worried about at this point? I don't know. Uh, what's going on with Jim Harbaugh and his status with Michigan? I don't know why I said it like that. What's going on with Jim Harbaugh? I'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got a couple accidents to be aware of. One on the right shoulder of westbound 270 on the north outer belt near 33. And another accident on the left shoulder of westbound 670 after Neal Avenue causing slowdowns. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cash. Back debit. Discover Make member FDIC. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Done. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wild Card Wednesday. I have plenty of those for oh, you if you want. I wanna, well, let me tell people where they can get a hold of those. All right, that's right. At Man and Bone 971 on the X and text us, 614-787-3093, and sext us at toesuckers at OnlyFans.com. <laughs> toesuckers. All right. I didn't know we were doing that. Let them live. <laughs> Jeremy says, my glass half-empty hobos. <laughs> you have a genie lamp, and you each get one wish. What are you asking for? And then he says, man, bone, and Ted. So, Ted, he wants you in on this, too. I mean, if I only get one wish... That's that's fairly easy, right? Just a gigantic sum of money. And then I can do with that whatever other wishes I would like to have. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be the simple answer? Yes and no. Um I'll do the boring answer, which okay. is I would wish for a very long and happy life for my daughter. Oh wow, okay. That that's that would nice. be my because money can't buy you that. Mm. Uh, that's true. It can't. Right? I mean, it can't. You can have all the money in the world, and then when you're 50, you get dementia or you get hit by a bus or that's right. something. Sure. Right? So that's, that's really what nice. I would wish for. If we're taking all of those, like, touchy feely, fuzzy wishes off the table, yes, then I'd wish for like $20 billion. I'm going to do the same thing and only wish for long, happy life for my one daughter. Like, not, not all three of them, just one of my <laughs> three daughters. Assuming you can't lump them no, all together. They're like, sorry, you don't get a group discount. You get one. I'm not doing that. I gotta, I'm got i taking the money and then just trying to make everybody else have a good life. Teddy, not what's just your me. wish? I'm wishing for multiple wishes. That's what I wish I'll for. I'll see there's that too. Yes. What if that's off the table? 
What yeah, if, I'm, what I'm if assuming you're not allowed the genie's just going to roll his eyes. Genie's like, yeah, really? Come Never on. heard that before. Yeah. Well, then it's just as much money as possible, right? Uh, yeah. Like you said, the twenty billion dollars or uh, right. you know, whatever. That's what I'm saying. I can it, wish for. Yeah. Then you can go around to like yes. things you see in the world. Unlike the current billionaire set that we mostly have, you could go around and be like, you know what sucks? This this thing over here. Mm-hmm. This is no good. I'm going to try to throw some money at it. Try to help with it. See, so Chris, Christian yells at me because like every time the jackpot gets huge for one of these lotteries yes billion dollars close to it what would you do with it i would get give all of it away except for a hundred million dollars right which I'd, is I'd still give, a I'd, ridiculous of amount of money is. i'd give it all away so if i had 20 billion dollars yeah i'm giving away 99 percent of that money 19.9 billion dollars given away wouldn't that be great if you could do that uh also did we get the wish.com genie why do we get one wish isn't it three I think the genies are supposed to come with three. Yeah. Hey, that's that's the wild card. Well, the first thing I'm doing is I'm I'm gonna like take that genie down a peg or two and be like, What happened to you? Are you like the like the I don't mall think cop the first of genies? Thing you want to do is start insulting the genie. No, I get I get my one wish. I know how, how you know he could genie, take it back. I know how genie law works. <laughs> you said genie one wish. bus law. <laughs> she is She's naked holding with basketballs, basketballs over her breastuses. She's done many other things, but that is one thing. Phil that I is one of those things that she's done. Well, that's she that's has done. Phil, very, there you go. Uh, Minister Marlon Lee Whitmer says, "My guys, what's one life hack you've learned in your adult life that has helped you out tremendously? Mine is hanging a dry dish towel on the dishwasher door immediately after the cycle is finished, then closing the door. Wait an hour, and the dishes are completely dry." Does he mean on the outside? Or I mean, I was no, he, he, he on the props, inside. He props the door open. And you stick the, oh, and then you put the towel on so the So that door. the air can circulate yes. inside. Yeah. I never do that. I've never even, I'm not aware of that. You know hat. what I do? I get the huge rolls of aluminum foil at Costco. Yeah. And I use aluminum foil for everything. Really? Everything. Like if I'm cutting a frozen pizza, mm-hmm. let's say I got a tombstone. It comes with a little cardboard thing. Right? Yeah, right. If you just put that on the countertop and you cut it on the cardboard, crumbs everywhere. Yeah. Crumbs, sure. bits of cheese. But if you lay down a protective sheet of aluminum foil, then cut the pizza right on the cardboard. Then all the crumbs stay in the foil, crumple it up, throw it in the garbage. Okay. This isn't World War II. I don't have to ration the foil. That's fair. I mean, I we use a cutting board for that. Is that then you gotta you gotta clean the cutting board. Well, that's that's true. I'm I'm right. I don't want to clean anything. Oh, I'm with you. I'd tell you this, like the amount of paper plates we use, because I've learned this over the years with having children. If you are someone who does not have kids, just keep this one filed away for whenever you do, if you do, because you will find that children, God bless them. Most of them do not have at certain ages, the uh, facilitation to understand that doing like getting a dish out for seven pretzels and then putting that dish on the counter and then 10 minutes later coming back and saying, now I would like to have an apple and then putting that on a plate. And then like 17 plates later, it's Tuesday and you've gotten through all your plates. Like we just get paper plates so they can throw them away. And then it's, they're biodegradable. They're paper. They're, they're not going to end up costing you a bunch in the landfill. They're going to be disintegrated in a couple months. So you're fine. Not wasting a whole bunch. I say, that's what we do. Try right. to get, get off of the, the dishes if you can. Also, I don't know if this is a life hack, but just really don't give any Fs. <laughs> oh. Like, just stop yeah. caring. You know what? Once there, you stop caring, your whole world opens up. There is something to that. I, 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 I do believe that if you sit around all day 
trying to make life work at all times. Like never, I don't want to miss anything. I want to, I got to do everything. It's got to be perfect all the time and stressing about that. What ends up happening is you end up giving yourself more stress than you would if you just found, and it's difficult. It's difficult. But if you can just sit back and go, it's all right if I don't make it to, my friends want to go out tonight. It's the 18th time we got, like, I might just sit this one out because I don't feel like it. Like when you get comfortable with being with yourself for a little bit, that actually opens your mind up, opens you up a little bit to just chilling out a little bit more and relaxing. The, The moment when I truly accepted the fact that I have no control over life is when I actually started to have control over life. Right, yeah. That is, I know it makes no sense, but if you just accept that this is chaos, there is no meaning to anything, there's really nothing you can do right. for most of the things in your life. Yeah, like jogging at night in all black, well, you know, right. in a busy intersection. Right. Yes, <laughs> we do have control over that. Try not to make bad choices like that. But just like, why did, you know, my nephew get cancer? Like... I don't know. No, no, there's no good answer. There's no good answer, and we'll do the best we can, and you go get your treatment, and you try and move forward, but trying to explain why is what would put me in this crippling hole. No, to that point, though, like someone who might run at night wearing like all black and like possibly be in danger of getting hit by a car or something, why are you doing that? Because you're like, oh, crap, I didn't run today. I didn't do my exercise. If I don't do that, I'm going to get... And like you're stressing because your life's busy. You, It's okay to just go on that day like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, like there, it's some days it's okay to just be like, I, I couldn't help it. I didn't get there. I'll try again tomorrow. Don't take it so seriously. My whole life is I'll try again tomorrow. Well, I that, apologize for this show right now. I'll try again tomorrow. By the way, one other life hack. Put a piece of bread in with any type of soft baked cookies that you've made. Like if you put them in a baggie or if you put them in a little tin. Yeah, you told me about that. If it, you, it works. My, my, but that's not something I learned in adulthood. My mom has done that ever since I was a kid. I don't know where she heard of that. But that bread, you open it up in a couple of days, the bread will be like rock hard. Cookies will be soft and moist because I guess, I don't, know, I don't know why they take the moisture out of the bread. I have no idea, but it keeps them softer longer if you do that. All right, Jim Harbaugh. More reports that Jim Harbaugh's major issue with Michigan is the refusal to put immunity from NCAA violations in the language of the new contract. We've heard this before. It's a sticking point for him. I don't understand why this guy who always, every microphone that's in front of his face talks about his innocence, but then is worried that the NCAA is going to punish him, and that will lead to firing with cause, and then he won't get all his money. You either have your principles or you don't. You either want to be an NFL head coach or you don't. Right? I mean, at this point, there is no way that Michigan fans, I know you're fresh off this high, you won the national championship, good for you. But you know if Jim Harbaugh comes back, it's because you are his safety school. Oh, pretty much, he, right. He wants to be an NFL head coach. Fine. Now, I've heard people say, well, you're a Buckeye fan, you just want him to leave because you can't beat him. Just the opposite. Selfishly, I want Jim Harbaugh to stay. I want him to be the head coach at Michigan. Because I want to write the ship and I want to beat him. I don't want to beat his understudy. Oh, yeah, it would feel next year, to your point, as much as I do think they're better with him than they are without him, but they're going to go with Sharon Moore, right? If 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 that ends up 99%, being thing, right? Yeah. And I think they'll be in perfectly good hands there. The only question will be if they can you know do things like recruiting or scholarship productions if they get penalties down the road, but that's all down the road. To your point, I'd like to not have Jim Harbaugh be able to say, yeah, I went out on top, beat him three straight times, won the national championship, yeah. gone back to the NFL. That's the ultimate flex. Yeah. I, I, I'm everything that we're hearing about Michigan is that, you know, they don't want to put that clause in that Jim Harbaugh wants, which says 
if penalties come, we could rip up this contract and start over. He wants that contract to be guaranteed, even if there are penalties that punish Michigan for multiple years, whatever. And Michigan, believe it or not, is saying, you know, we, we don't want to just give you the largest contract in NCAA history, which I'm assuming is what it would be. We don't want to give you that and then have to pay it no matter what happened. We don't know what's going to happen. They know something bad went down, and they're going to have to pay a penalty for it most likely. They don't want to be on the hook for the money if Jim Harbaugh decides to do that. So to me, this is all about him trying to get leverage with the NFL team. I am 100% confident he's going to the NFL. All right. Uh, more Wild Card Wednesday and Hall of Fame goodies. That is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got a couple of slow spots. You're going to find a few-minute delay due to some stop-and-go traffic on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. And there's some slow traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and Hudson Street. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Why make things harder than they need to be? There's a better way to save time and money. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Trap. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jen. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Give me a number, Bone. Well, let's go with six. Call number six right now. 614-821-9710 gets two tickets to see Pink at the shot Wednesday, October 9th. Tickets go on sale through LiveNation.com this Friday, January 26th at 10 a.m. So what are you doing next October? Yeah. What Going are you to see Pink. There you go. Courtesy of us. Um, baseball Hall of Fame voting. So Adrian Beltre gets in to the hall. Got 95.1% of the vote. Todd Helton got in. 79.7% of the vote. Joe Maurer gets in at 76.1% of the vote. Billy Wagner was just outside that window at 73.8. It's 75 to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, all right. Adrian Beltre is a no-brainer. 3,200 hits. Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. No questions asked. Todd Helton's not in my Hall of Fame, but he's in enough people's Hall of Fame. To me, it's the Hall of Good-ish. So, good. Yeah, it feels like he's more of a... There's a growing consensus of people who vote for way more than you know five or six people every single time. Jason Stark, chief among them, right? He He's a big defender Jason, of that. You could give Jason Stark 15 votes. He right. Would, he would take all 15. So I think if philosophically you think the hall deserves to be bigger and you want to include more people in it, then I think it makes sense right. to add Todd Helton. But if you're someone who says, nah, man, the hall of fame should be as exclusive I, as said, exclusive gets. I'm a small hall guy. Right. Um, that doesn't take away the, the money and success and the, the honors local. I'm sure Todd Helton's got his number retired. He should have his number retired by the Colorado Rockies. Should. Yeah, but he's not in my Hall of Fame. Joe Maurer is in the Hall of Fame. Joe Maurer, you also have to factor in position. Joe Maurer's a catcher, 
And right. there's different criteria. For, he hit 365 as a catcher. Yeah, that's incredible. Won the MVP catching every single day. Joe Morrow is a special type of talent. Well, not just not just as a baseball player, but just you remember when he came out of high school? He was the first player, I believe, ever to come out and be in the recruiting places, recruiting services at the time, had him as the number one baseball prospect in America coming out of high school and the number one football prospect coming out of high school. That was in 2001, which also makes me feel old because that's exactly how old I am as I was coming out of high school in 2001. I was not on any of those lists, and that's okay. And do you remember at the time, like you said, this is 2001, and Joe uh, Joe Maurer was actually like the second best guy in the draft. Right. That was the Mark Pryor year. Oh, sure. And the Twins had the number one pick, but they were not confident in their ability to sign Mark Pryor. Okay. So instead, they went with Joe Maurer instead. Well, and they wound up getting a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that worked out. Sometimes you you luck into things, right? In the sense of, if Mark Pryor had said, I can't wait to be a twin, he would have been a twin. Is that, am I wrong? Like, that's, the fact they didn't know if they were going to sign him or not, basically, yeah, that they, led they, them to say, right. exactly we'll go right. on to Joe Maurer, and then they ended up with a Hall of Famer. I'm just looking at the top 10 names in this draft in 2001. And let me tell you something, man. It's It's hard to make it in professional baseball. Just to make it. To be a regular Just Major a League regular Baseball player. guy. Yes. I mean, this is 2001, okay? So Joe Maurer, pick number one. Mark Pryor, pick number two, who for a very short period of time well, was awesome. If he didn't have all the injuries, right? He right. had, he had lots he, of injuries, kind of derailed things. But, but yes. I mean, people looked at Mark Pryor and said, with his mechanics and his bottom half was so strong, this guy is injury-proof. Yeah. You know what I mean by strong bottom, bottom half. half. He was no strong, Emma Watson bottom half. Strong yeah. trunk. I, I gotcha. Thick thighs no, and legs. The point is, he was viewed as a can't-miss prospect, and he did get to the bigs and then have, yes, quite a stretch before he got hurt. Dewan Brazelton was the number three pick to the Rays. I don't remember him at all. I'm sure our uh, station manager, Lou Whitaker, does. Sweet Lou knows him, but none of us do. Gavin Floyd was to the Phillies at four. Bush the only singer. reason I remember... No. <laughs> that's right. Gavin Floyd is because he was traded to the White Sox. Oh, there you he go. He then pitched for the White Sox for a number of years. Mark Teixeira was number five. Very right. nice major league Absolutely career. Absolutely right. Josh Karp was number six. Bounced mm. around for a, a few years, but turned into nothing. Chris Smith was number seven. He did so little that he has no Instagram link on his name. No Instagram link? Uh, not Instagram, uh, uh, Wikipedia link. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, Wikipedia I know that was link. the way we graded that. <laughs> Chris never Smith, got Baltimore Orioles. John Van Benshotten. Ooh, that sounds like you came up with that on the spot. Like as John a fake Van name. Benshotten, Pirates at number eight. Okay. Colt Griffin, Royals at nine. Sounds like he would have been a great quarterback at Texas. Colt Griffin. Chris Burke at 10 to the Astros, who bounced around a little bit. Okay. But I'm just saying that. Yeah, of your top 10. These are guys like, oh, remember this guy? Played for a couple years. I haven't heard of most of these guys. Right. But that, what was that about? Would we have three out of those 10 that had, it was, it was not just. Yeah, Joe Maurer, Mark Pryor, and he flamed out too. Yeah. yeah, Mark Teixeira. Yeah, but Pryor actually got to the bigs and did things. That's, that's the whole point of this. If you draft someone who gets to the big leagues and can play and can hold his own against major league hitters and as a pitcher or vice versa, like that, 
That is the goal of this whole thing. If that guy then gets hurt afterwards, nothing you can do about that. But, I mean, that's three out of ten, which is, what do they say, Hall of Fame numbers if you're a hitter. I guess same thing if you're a GM, right, when it comes to some of this stuff. Teddy, do you know who the uh, Reds' first-round pick was in 2001? You tell me. They had pick number 20. Adam Dunn. No. Hmm. Jeremy Sowers. He's a pitcher. He was right? a pitcher, left-handed oh, pitcher. Yeah. Pitch for the Indians as well. Yeah. Jeremy Sowers. Wow. What is he doing now? No idea. Major League record, 18 and 30. Let him live. From St. Clairsville. Oh, there you go. That's, right, a, anyway. that's an Ohio guy. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see. This, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to skip this one that I was going to read because it's like another heavy one. We just had like a heavy topic, so we'll save that for later. Heavy one. Well, he was asking about like, how do you do life advice with your kids? It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I try to give them the best advice I can. Here's one from 10, 10, 10. This is more what I was looking for. What is a movie? If you find it on TV, you must stop and watch at least 15 minutes of it. For me, it's Terminator 2 or The Abyss. I don't know if I've ever seen The Abyss. I can't just jump into dramas like i feel like i have to watch the whole thing if i watch terminator 2 i feel like i have to watch all of it That's but if i come across can't hardly wait well okay. then i can sit there for 15 20 minutes and laugh at love burger and that's sure. the end of it uh dumb and dumber is an easy one if i see that on i'll probably stay and watch the whole thing but that's there uh, i'm trying to think of what other i mean i've got con air if i see that on i'm watching that i'm picking that up remembering all the lines there used to be a time i forget what channel it was tbs usa one of those where like every single weekend at some point the american president starring michael douglas was on oh really yes and i would just sort of flip that on annette benning michael douglas sure the american president yeah richard dreyfus was the guy running against him i man i don't remember this you movie don't remember the movie no oh, I it's don't. charming Okay, I have to look it up. Michael Douglas is a widower. Yeah. He's the president. Okay. And he falls for a lobbyist oh. who was in that Benning, and they have a thing when he's president, and this, of course, becomes huge news. Yeah, right. So it's a, it his be. political opponents try and exploit this, because right. the previous election, he was untouchable because he was a widower. I never thought of that. Like... Would that be nowadays? Would that be a positive, or would it have been like, look at this guy, loser, couldn't keep, couldn't, couldn't keep, keep his, his wife spouse. alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably where we're at now in politics. Like, look at this loser. This, like, yeah. that's that's a horrible thing to say. I'm saying that's where we are in politics now. Is we would just go to the most horrible thing you could possibly. No, think now of. we're not worried about the spouses, the first ladies dying. We're just worried about the presidents dying. I guess so. Another record year for Ohio State. Details next. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the right side of the Kelton Avenue ramp to eastbound 70 on the east side. Emergency crews are on scene there, causing some delay. And traffic is stop and go on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Shop the closeout event now at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances, plus save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Valid 1424 to 12424. Selection varies by location while supplies last. See Lowe's.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. Daddy, this ain't one of them. Nope, right? No, no, definitely. It's no. still early, though. Thanks, Ted. No. That's encouraging. Uh, it is Wild Card Wednesday. Before we get to more of those, just for you, Teddy. I mean, we, we knew this, but now I guess it's been officially confirmed where Nick Kroll, Reds president of Baseball Ops, was talking to a group of season ticket holders. And what do you think the first question was that was asked? Joey Votto. Yes, is Joey Votto coming back? You're going to get Joey Votto back. His exact quote is, we don't plan to bring him back as of now. No, that's... Uh, he didn't completely shut the door. No, I mean, he, You're telling he's me in front of season chance. ticket holders. He's not going to say no chance in hell. He's that's, that's, as, that's as good as you can get for a no chance in hell, right? I guess. <laughs> he's a little sliver. Teddy doesn't want to give it up. I get it, it's Ted. Not, it's not happening. No. It's not, but there's a, there's a sliver of hope if you want to hang on to it. It's not likely, though, so that's too bad. We knew that, but... It is sad if you're a longtime Reds fan. Joey Votto has turned into like a, a fun personality these last couple of years in addition to being a great baseball player. He's, he's like a different person. Well, I wonder, is he a different person or it's just... Well, he's letting he's you see... He's decided not to like hide that behind... Yes, well, you know, either way. Right. He's letting you see it. It's like I, if Belichick just showed up on TV and started doing knock-knock jokes. Well, can I tell you, I don't believe Bill Belichick is just the person you see in press conferences and on the sideline. I believe that's him at work. And I think I think there's a lesson to be learned there is that you don't have to be the person you are all the time when you're at work. You can just go there, get your job done, and get out of there. Well, I go go home every single day, and I I know I'm saying not in our job. In our job, you know who we are. You know us better than a lot of other people in our lives probably do. How was your day, honey? Flacco, my cracko. Yep, (laughs) I'm saying. But like, if you're at a bank and you just work at a bank, you don't have to come in there and be like, "Let me tell you about fly fishing." It's like, yeah, you don't have to let them know. You just go do your thing, and then on the weekends, you go fly fish and keep that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State Athletics set a revenue record during the 2023 fiscal year for the second year in a row. This is from uh, 11 Warriors. The athletic department's revenue for the 2023 fiscal year was $279,549,337, an increase of nearly $28 million from 2022. Mm. When it set its previous record for revenue with just over two hundred and fifty-one million, uh, they did spend nearly two hundred and seventy-five million in the fiscal year. So they brought in two eighty, spent all but five million. Of yeah, that. but that is as we've talked that's about. That's what they do. That's by design because yes. when you see that from schools, you're like, wow, Ohio State just barely cleared five million dollars. Well, they're not a business, so they are not supposed to be clearing a lot of money. They they are a business in all the other ways you look at it, but Ohio State technically is a place that is nonprofit as an as a university. You're an educational place first and foremost. They don't like to have a bunch of profit just sitting around. It needs to be shown that it's being spent on the students, and that's probably where a lot of that's going. Uh here's how the money breaks down. 73 million from ticket sales, revenue from ticket sales. Okay. 57 million in contributions from donors. 
$49 million in media rights payments. Hey, hang on. I just want to be clear. $57 million to the athletic department. Correct. Not the school. No, the athletic the department. The school took in more donations than that, I'm quite sure. But the athletic department took in $57 million in donations. All right, I would also ahead. like to point out, and there's one more on here. There's uh, $42 million in royalties, licensing, advertisement, and sponsorship. This is the first year, too, 2023, where they've really had to compete with NIL. Yeah. In terms right. of donor money. Mm-hmm. And even with that, they did $30 million more in revenue than the previous year. I mean, the previous as, record. To, as far as I would understand, you're not counting NIL towards you're not. No. the donations. This is, when I say $57 million from donors, that is just to the school. That is, that is not NIL money. Whether it's the, we're going to start a scholarship fund for Grandpa Joe, who loved Ohio State for 2000 a year, or whether that is, we donated $10 million, and that we do that every year because we're a giant family business that's got all his money, whatever. Like, that... That's the $57 million. And then there's NIL on top of that going elsewhere. Did, did I hear you wrong? Was there not a TV number in there at all? $49 million in media rights payments. Oh, I just heard rights. I didn't hear media rights. Yeah, media okay. rights payments. I see. Okay, so they did. So that's the TV revenue there. It's yeah. amazing that the donors give you more than the TV deal does. Yeah. Isn't it? At a school like this? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, as much money as there is in college football, it's still, you've got to go out and get that fundraising going. Ohio State spent $72 million on the football program, $14 million on the men's basketball program, and $6.5 million on the women's basketball program. All right. So the majority of the money that they spend goes to football, and I'm quite sure the majority of money that they make yeah, comes I mean, from I, football. Yeah, I think the, the money is spent in many ways where it's probably generated, too. Right, I'm right. guessing that if you looked at that, the majority of that money is generated by the football program, and then the basketball programs bring in something, and then after that, it goes from there. Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see. This one is uh, from T-Bone's Nature account, who says, My severely in-debt common man and T-Bone. I assume that's a reference to the uh, $6,000 hair removal. Mm-hmm. What is the food combination people eat that you just can't get behind? For example, dipping French fries in Frosties. Which I personally love, but yeah, he's saying I'm not, that's I'm his. not a guy for that. No? I've tried it. Oh, you I you love shamed it. me into trying it. I and love I, it. It doesn't do anything for me. Teddy loves it too. I'll tell you, I have a buddy, one of the people that I know who is uh, my buddy Jared, who's a collegiate athlete who is probably like 6'3 and maybe weighs a buck 50 soaking wet. He, he ran cross country. He was the first person I ever saw take not a French fry. He's done that. I saw him take a junior bacon cheeseburger and dip that into a frosty and the man never puts on weight. And I thought, I don't, we are not like, I can't, I can't even look at that cheeseburger without adding some pounds, but that like, there are people who are even fatter than me in spirit, but not in actual body shape. And that was one. I, I don't know if I could do that dip in the cheeseburger. I do not like this, Mike. Do you ever do ketchup on eggs? No. Oh, no. I'm not a big ketchup guy. I have you seen people put ketchup on eggs, and it. God bless if you like that. It every time I see it, I want to throw up. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I try not to. If I'm around you and you do it, that's one I cannot go with. It has not been a good couple of months for Tyreek Hill. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. 
You guys should try Cheez-Its and mustard. It's good, I promise. But we've got a couple of minutes slowdown on westbound 270 on the north outer belt between Westerville and Cleveland Avenue. And watch out for an accident on the left shoulder of westbound 670 after Neal Avenue, causing some delay. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. I'm sorry, I, I, I was half listening to that. Did Paul Keels yes. just say, pushing for the cushion? Cushion for the pushing. and Cushion uh, for the pushing. Junk whatever in the trunk. Said. Yeah. So if you're a woman, a woman out there, or if you're a guy, yeah. I don't judge. And your pants just flew off your body. Absolutely. For no reason. It's because yeah. of that. Yeah. That's uh, you know what? That's I'm I'm glad that we've got that endorsement being read there. That's awesome. You know, Tim said that yesterday, and it was kind of funny, but it wasn't. I didn't even notice it yesterday. Yeah, exactly. yeah he, he's it's, been. It's part of their. Uh, it's part of the. Uh, what do they call it? The tag at the end. The, yeah. the sponsorship tag, and yeah. that's fine. But they have to read whatever's on that prompter, Ron Burgundy, and and I. Timmy did a fine job with it yesterday, but but Paul Keels is Paul Keels. <laughs> yes, I just I again I, in another life I will come back as a successful businessman who has the money to put some sponsorship of my company on this radio station. And then I will specifically ask for Paul Keels to be the endorser. But do, you, do you think there's and a point? And I will point. just have plenty of silly things like that. Do you think there's a point where Paul sits down, reads the script and says, I'm not saying that I'm not reading that crap. Yeah, I, yeah, I think there's Paul's, gotta be a point. I mean, he, he clearly the line is not there. Well, the, yeah, we have to find the line. I'm sure <laughs> everyone, keep pushing it. Sales. Every, <laughs> everyone has that line. I'm just saying, you know, it's also one of those things where he's doing a. It's not Paul saying I endorse this. It's him just saying this is the sponsor of this segment, right? That's a different mm. thing in our business. Sports Center brought to you by the White Supremacist Group of Obets. <laughs> I don't. Memberships are Obets. available now. Is Obets? I don't know. Banging with the, I, okay. I have no idea. I'm gonna not go I over assume there. Per capita, there's not Let's more not. in Obets than anywhere Let's else. I just thought that was a funny Let's, thing to say. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, we're sorry. Not, yeah, we don't need your Chamber of Commerce to give us a call, is what we're saying. We yes. got it. It was just, I love Obets. Sure, it's me great. too. Yeah. All my packages are shipped there. It's wonderful. Absolutely right. Uh Tyreek Hill has had a bad couple of months. So let's let's review. He gets in trouble for punching out a guy at the docks because okay. he attempted to get on a yacht yes, that that's wasn't right. his. I forgot about that. So he punched a guy who said, hey, Tyreek Hill, you, I know who you are, but you can't go on this yacht because it's not yours. Mm-hmm. So he punched that guy. Uh, his house burned down. That seems bad. Well, I'm just saying, the house burned down. That seems not so great. So punched, the house burning down, got married. That's, that's good, that's I guess. A, that's a big deal. Right, during the bye week, 
Kita Vaccaro is who he married. Uh, bad news, he just filed for divorce. Oh, no. So they've been married for like six weeks or whatever it is. Now done. Wow. Uh, he posted on X. He did not file for divorce. But both the newspapers in South Florida said, you're lying. Mm-hmm. We have the court records right here. Okay. So then his attorney declined to comment. So That's, maybe he, he thought better of it and he's in the pro- process of pulling it back. Well, I don't know. That's what I find odd is like <laughs> the way this got reported was uh, he definitely did this. And he says, hi, I did not do this. And then all the sports media was like, sorry, two newspapers said you did done. And I know there's like some record there. I don't know why that would be in court, why there would be a document showing that you did that. If you didn't, maybe you're right. Maybe it was a thing where someone filed something and then decided, no, that's a bad idea. We well, shouldn't these are do two that. unique names, right? I, I mean, would think yeah, Tyreek Hill and Keita Vaccaro. I would think that there's not other Tyreek Hills and Keita Vaccaros that happen to also be married and also have filed for divorce at a roughly the same time as this. That would that would be surprising to you. Keita Vaccaro is the sister of former NFL safety Kenny Vaccaro. Yeah. A first round pick in 2013 who spent five years with the Saints and three with the Titans. Okay. There you go. Keita Vaccaro is uh, is on the gram. Yeah. And she's uh, doing just, just great. She's great. Yeah. I, I hope was it, that, was it her kid that burned down the house or his kid or <laughs> do we know that it was I, a kid? I, yes. They have we, said it's they a said kid. it was one of the kids in the house. One of the kids in the house was playing with either a lighter or matches. Okay. Unattended and mm. set the house on fire. Yeah. Now having three kids, I'm going to say that I don't judge that as harshly as I used to. I still judge it, but I'm not, I'm saying now there's like a sliver of where I'm like, well, well, how, what was going on exactly? Like, did you, was it like two minutes where you're like, I really got to go and you run to the bathroom and you come back and the house is on fire? Or was it like an hour of unsupervised child time where they found everything in the house, knives, lighters, everything, and well, eventually something caught on fire. Like Tyree Hill isn't working first shift. At the sit-go, he's got a nanny. Well, or Manny, or I don't know. Is I don't know whose kid this is. If this is well, like somebody in his house. Kid. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, right? You're married. I, my point being that it could be that someone. I I can I can see a scenario where someone leaves the room for a minute or two, thinks the kids on the tablet, they'll be fine. I gotta use the bathroom, and then they come back and the house is on fire. Right. Like I actually can see a one percent chance of that happening. We were talking about Joey Votto last segment. The Reds have pretty much just ruled out him. Coming back, uh, John Hyman, your guy, Hayman. Teddy. John Hyman. Hyman. Okay. Nobody breaks news like Hyman. Even when he gets it wrong. Says the Angels are one of the teams with interest in Joey Votto. So, who did he have uh, Shohei Otani going to again? Was it him? Yeah. I thought it was Hayman, wasn't it? That had it, he, like, he's on a flight to Toronto? I'm... Fairly well, there was there was that report. I don't remember if it was Heyman who said that. I thought for sure that Heyman. was. I thought that Heyman. was John Heyman. I I could be wrong. Paul but. Heyman, <laughs> my client. Yeah, that's not Mr. It. Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. That's not. Now we're on Mark Levin territory. It was yeah. actually John Morosi. John Morosi. Oh, it was John, wrong. John, who John, was a John, reporter. John, John, you know what? I'm yeah. so sorry, John, John Heyman. John Heyman would never do that. John. No, of course. Never. I did see a big hubbub last night because apparently on uh, TNT NBA coverage, they cited a story from CNN Sports. Oh, yeah. Which nobody seems to understand what that is, CNN Sports. Well, there was a time. Yeah, but where that there was, time was 30 years ago. Well, no, there was CNN SI 
And there's a reason why SI is like now owned by the Arena Group or whatever that whole deal was last week because they parted ways. Time Warner, CNN, all that's blown up. There's no Sports Illustrated part of that anymore. So, yeah, CNN Sports apparently. CNN Sports said that too. Doc Rivers is going to be the next head coach of the Bucks. We had heard rumors about this yesterday, but nothing was official. CNN Sports last night said, yes, it's going to be done. Take it to the bank. Other reporters then came out and said, I haven't heard anything well, about say, this. They didn't say it wasn't, it was going to be done. They said, it's happened. They said, he's the new coach. They right, said, it, we it's, it's happening. News. It happened. We got it. It's yes, official. It's We're happening. reporting this. Other reporters, including reporters who work for Turner. Yeah, on TNT. That work for CNN. Well, TNT and Bleacher Report reporters both came out and said, we do not have that as a confirmed thing. That's not so far the case. Well, and so today... It was a confirmed thing. Doc Rivers coaching the Bucks. Yeah. So I apologize, and everybody should apologize to CNN Sports, <laughs> whoever that is. Well, what's interesting was I forget who it was that was on the desk when this was being read by the the main anchor there that was on because it was like the B crew on TNT. Yeah, yeah. And whoever it was that was reading it, like one of the other reporters on the desk or one of the other players on the desk said, "Who." You know, and it said uh, said he's officially hired. That happened, and the, and the guy reading the report is like, "Yes, official." CNN Sports is reporting, and everyone kind of you could see looking around, going, "What is a CNN Sports? We work here. We never heard of that." So I don't know. Is that just CNN has news gatherers, and when they like, would they call it CNN weather if they were like breaking news, a tornado? No one saw it but us. Like I don't, I don't know. Do they just flap whatever the subject of the news is onto CNN and say that's who reported it? It's weird that you wouldn't have an actual reporter's byline on something like that. So it very it was very much suspicious. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Before I get to more of your wild cards, we've missed an important date on the what? calendar. What? Yesterday, a big thing happened, a huge milestone. And for someone that I know you have a lot of affection for, certainly I do as well, many of our audience do, happy 50th birthday to Tiffany Thiessen. When I wake up in the morning and the yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Well, I'm just going by what I, I don't care what she calls herself now. She's Tiffany She Thiessen. is Kelly Kapowski. She is Valerie Malone from 90210. She is something. Yeah, well, she posted a, a picture. You can see it on her Twitter, which, again, I know what you say her name is. Her name is Tiffany Thiessen on Twitter. So if you'd like to see it, you can go there on Twitter, on Instagram, that too. Uh, she, her her 2.4 million followers got to see a picture of her sitting on her bed, uh, accompanied with nothing but it looks like a bed sheet mm-hmm. wrapped around her uh, sensitive bits. But otherwise, she's doing great. Uh, she said on the her comment on the post was over the hill. Hashtag this is 50. And uh, let, right, her let her live, man. Let her live. That's uh, to feel good about yourself. She what feels good about herself. She looks good about herself. Well, I, I know, but she feels good about herself. She's doing great. And that makes her even sexier. Yeah. When you feel good about yourself, when you're confident in what you've got going on. Yeah. I would say it's probably easier to have confidence when you look like Tiffany Thiessen than, you know, like Speak most people. Yourself. I got confidence. Do you? You doing, I got, that? I got you doing women a photo shoot like that? Throwing panties at me every time I walk out of the is studio. That, is that right? That's right. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm and not... then I swat them back in their face and say, I don't want your panties. And that makes them throw even more panties. Knowing you, I actually do think if, like, if you were a rock star and you were on a stage or even just doing this job, you're on stage and someone, like, 
threw their underwear at you, you would your first reaction would be gross. Yes, that is. You gross. would not at all be like, wow. I don't hey. care whose underwear it is. It's disgusting. Even okay, Margot Robbie's in the crowd and care. she takes her bra off and her underwear it's, and just I, throws I, it at you. No. And she's like, I'd say, I hey, wasn't Margo, even. Yeah. You and I can get together if you want at a designated time after we've both taken showers. <laughs> But this dirty underwear crap, that's not going to work for me. Sorry. <laughs> P.S. Sorry about your lack of Oscar nomination. Right. Yeah. But hey, good job. What's his face? Who got it from uh, the Barbie movie? What's the. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, of course. Right. Why are you so angry? Why is everybody so angry? What do you mean? About Why is this? everybody so angry? Did you see the movie? It's the whole point of the movie. The movie is women have to be perfect, and then the men get to be slobs, and then the men get everything. But- Okay. He sucked. But there wasn't a man nominated in her place. Another woman no. was nominated. The it's not like Ryan Gosling and his big penis stepped in and said, <laughs> no award for you, lady. I don't think you're getting It's that. just another woman was yes, nominated. Yes, but the, the point so, let was, me, let me ask you. she was better than him in this movie okay, well, and she I don't didn't know. get First noticed. of all, that's why I hate these things. We're, we're judging. It's all art. Yes. We're, it's oh, all this art. person's better. This she was the producer on the movie and made hundreds of millions of dollars. There's your flex. Well, no, I know. Who the that. hell cares? I know. Well, the answer is, it's the same thing about sports. Who cares? But we all care. You no. tell us to care. Sports yeah. has an ending. There's this team this is better because ending. they scored more points. This person memorized lines better. Right. Unless the referees step in and screw you over, then then we have arguments. I'm just saying, there's always arguments in this stuff. At the end of the day. People watch this movie who saw it and said, boy, she was great. He was okay. He got nominated. She didn't. That's why those people who saw the movie are mad about it. That's why. Okay. I got it. Well, you know. Yeah, I got it. If you didn't watch the movie, if you didn't watch the movie, how would you know? Why don't you just enjoy the movie? The movie's great. I agree with you. Yes. But if I'm saying if I didn't watch the game, I'm like, why is everybody mad that they called this guy out of bounds? He was in bounds. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I heard that. Hey, Teddy, isn't that the same thing? Margot exactly. Robbie doesn't get nominated for award. That's yeah. just like your team getting screwed over it's in a big her game. Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. It's her yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. It is. It's her Super Bowl. Get a big deal. Uh, history says the Lions win on Sunday. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know westbound Mound Street between Belvedere Avenue and White Thorn Avenue is closed due to an accident. West Broad Street is the detour there. We also have slow traffic on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Main Street and I-70. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone and I do all our banging. 
at Hollywood Casino Columbus. More specifically, their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TVs. All the food and drink you want. I mean, you have to pay for it. Yeah, they're not going to give it to you for free. It's a casino. Right. I mean, come on. Maybe if you're just betting a lot of money at the craps table. Well, maybe then. They bring you over a free drink. I don't know. I don't know. But in the sports book, probably not. But it's still a really cool place to go. This is a terrible commercial read. <laughs> no, Must it's great. Must be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Got a few more wild cards for you. Uh, some stories I found that I thought were interesting. One is that, uh, that because uh, Deion Sanders apparently made it as a college football coach, or is a college football coach now, how he's made it, we'll find out. Uh-huh. Uh, this led a reporter from The Messenger to go talk to Snoop Dogg. So Amazon Prime has a show called The Underdogs. I don't know if how many people know this, but Snoop Dogg is a youth football coach in Los Angeles. He started a youth football league. And among the guys who've made it to the NFL, who he recruited to play in his league when they were younger, uh, a few names you might have heard of, Juju Smith-Schuster, Packers corner Keyshawn Nixon, Packers wide receiver Romeo Dobbs, uh, Niners quarterback or corner, uh, Diamador Lenore and a quarterback by the name of CJ Stroud, among many others who have gone on to play in the I'm, NFL. I'm, I'm confused. What does Deion Sanders have to do with this? Well, Deion used to coach in Snoop's league. And so now reporters are saying, Didn't you play Deion as a coach? Didn't you coach against him? And he said, Yeah, we blew him out. And they said, Well, Deion's now coaching in college football. What about you coaching in college football? It's <laughs> Snoop quickly shot this down. Uh, I think there's a better reason to shoot it down than what he gave, but more on that in a second. Uh, he said, I don't think I can handle the pressure of what he's dealing with up there because I like to do this all the time and then referenced the amount of smoke in the room. <laughs> he said, so unless it's a smoke-friendly school, that bleep ain't happening. Also, I think it's fair to point out, Deion Sanders played in the NFL and was a Hall of <laughs> that's Famer. Right. That's why I'm confused. It's like Deion Sanders, the only reason why he's the coach at Colorado is because he coached in Snoop's league? No. No, it may have something else to do with, with right. his playing career. Right. And the fact that he was on television for years talking about football. Right. Now, I think that very much undercuts Deion Sanders' football knowledge, but I'm quite sure Snoop knows something about the game. I'm not saying he if doesn't. If you're starting a youth football league, I admire someone getting involved in youth sports and helping out with that in, in a way, and obviously he's been able to find some good players, but yeah, let's not put Snoop Dogg and Deion Sanders in the same level as far as ability to coach a team. Dion has far more, I would hope, far more football knowledge than Snoop ever would because he played the game at a high level for 25 plus years, right? I mean, that that I think probably makes you a, a slightly better head coach. Lions and 49ers on Sunday. Why are the Lions going to win this game? Because history says they have to. The last time the Lions won a road playoff game was in 1957 in San Francisco. Well, there you go. And so they destiny. I mean, if I had money, which I don't because of the laser hair removal, <laughs> but if I had money, I'd put all my ducats on the Detroit Lions. Well, Actually, I wouldn't. I believe none of that. I think the 49ers win whether Debo Samuel plays or not. That's that's interesting. I am curious how you feel about Brock Purdy because there's been a lot of like discussion about him in the last few weeks as far as not like... I've seen... Uh, oh, who is it on ESPN that's been talking about... Uh, was it Ryan Clark, I think, who was saying yeah, that yeah. he's like, I have to pretend like Brock Purdy belongs to these other three guys? Well, number one, no, you don't. You have an opinion. Say what you think. If you don't think he's that good... Say it like I think there's a reasonable discussion to be had that he's not as good as 
Pat Mahomes and okay, is that Lamar a Jackson. take? No, I don't Brock think Purdy, so. Not as good as Pat Mahomes. Appar- okay, apparently at ESPN they they've been. I don't watch a lot of their programming, but they've been pushing this idea that Brock Purdy's right up there with those guys. I don't. Why? I don't know. Why can't it just be good enough that Brock Purdy is a good quarterback for this team? Yeah, he functions well in this he's, offense. He's the right quarterback for this team. Not everybody who wins the Super Bowl has to be Pat Mahomes. No, right. I think, and that's that's to me the ultimate question is. Can they get there and get it done? I mean, they obviously are very talented. You saw this offense look, though, when Debo Samuel went out. Not quite as good. And I don't know if that'll change this game, necessarily. I think the Lions are really good. I'd be curious to see how this game plays out if Debo Samuel doesn't play. If the game were in Detroit, maybe i feel differently. Yeah. I think the 49ers are the superior team. And I do think when he's not you know, playing in the rain, Brock Purdy's a pretty accurate guy, pretty accurate quarterback. I'm not yeah. saying he's Pat Mahomes. He doesn't have to be. No, that's true. If Pat Mahomes was on the 49ers, he would every game by 50. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen probably all would too. I mean, I think that's that's a fair point that those guys are all that level of good above him. But well, the other side of that too is why are we so desperate to to just lump Josh Allen in with everybody? I know, uh, yeah. I, know I know how physically gifted Josh Allen is, but he's done nothing. No, I think he's a far better quarterback than Brock Purdy, but I'm with... No, I agree with you that he's not at the level of Lamar Jackson and he's no, not at the level he, of Pat Mahomes. Way, if he were on the 49ers, I'm sure they would they win every game by 40, whatever yeah, that's it what is. that's what I'm saying. He, they would do really well, too, but I am I do think it matters. Again, I can't remember who the guy was. We were talking about him yesterday that said he would take Josh Allen still, despite the results of the game, and it's like over Pat Mahomes... It's like, again, man, I, I understand your your point is that you think Josh Allen's really good. You can still say that. Doesn't Josh it, Allen's really good. Doesn't it matter when both these teams play and they've played not just one time, they played lots of times in the playoffs now, and every time the Chiefs have gotten the better of the Bills? That is a whole team, but quarterbacks get the praise when their team gets the job done, right or wrong. They also get a lot of the blame, probably unfairly, when they lose. He certainly has done nothing in those games, right? Well, the, the game where... Uh, the Chiefs came down, what they have, 13 seconds? Pat Mahomes, when they was at Kansas City, uh, that playoff game, right? Where they had 13 seconds, and Pat Mahomes goes down, they kicked the field right. goal. Josh Allen couldn't do anything about that. No, he he led his team down the field. They got what they needed to. They they had the lead. They should have won that game, other than his defense let him down. And Pat Mahomes made two excellent plays to get them in field goal position. That doesn't That's not on Josh Allen, but if you're telling me you think Josh Allen is better than Pat Mahomes, I still I, I question that a lot. Look, I can't look... Sports radio used to be this way, like in 95. And now this is what television has become. I know. Sports television has become what sports radio used to be 30 years ago, which is we have to make these stories. We have to have these fake debates. I don't have to do any of that. We crap. have to have all these rankings. Right. Every, I, who cares? Every, every week we got to change who's our top five quarterback, does, who's our top 10 quarterback. It interest me. I don't, I don't have to debate whether Brock Purdy is on, the, on par with Pat Mahomes. He doesn't have to be. No. He doesn't play right. on that team. No, I think it, and I do think it's worth looking at as far as the Niners' chances this week. And I think Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback in that system. And I do think the Niners are the overall better team. Doesn't mean they're going to win that game because that's not how football works. But yeah, I mean, if you're asking me, it's like I, I haven't looked. I presume they're favored. I presume they're, you know, they should be by probably like five or six points. Would be my guess, if not even maybe a touchdown. But like, I know it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I think the Niners probably get it done. Not necessarily just because of Brock Purdy. I think it's actually because of their defense, their offensive scheme, their all these other things. But the Lions are really good. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking it should be a fun game. And that's I okay. That's all I'm rooting for. 
yeah. is a fun game. Unless you have a dog in the fight, just give me a fun game. All right, more Wild Card Wednesday <laughs> coming up next. And I have the story of the week involving excessive farting. Yes. That's next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is stop and go, causing a five-minute slowdown on westbound 670 between 33 and I-70. And watch out for an accident blocking the right lane on westbound North Broadway at Olentangy River Road. Emergency crews are on scene there, causing some slowdown. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal. Or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Rimmer's in his old stomping grounds of Calgary. I'm sure we'll hear the story about Muhammad Ali. Yes. In Calgary. Should we tell it when he gets on the phone for no. him? Just so then he no. then we kind of... That way Don't he doesn't have to anyway. tell it again? Okay. An That's American right. Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to uh, disgruntled passengers' smelly farts. Oh. The big stink over the flatulent flyer. This is from the New York Post. Well, they, you know there's going to be a lot of puns and a lot of yes, uh, that's right. alliteration, all those things. Yeah, uh, Unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas was still on the ground, according to a viral Reddit post. Okay. Uh, the poster said, before most people had boarded, I observed this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover. Rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like effing hell or something. Okay. Uh, the poster said after the majority of passengers had boarded, the man reportedly yelled out, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And then... Oh, oh yes. no. Uh, the poster said, I don't know what provoked that comment. And while kind of funny to overhear, it was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane, well, nonetheless. Fair point. Yes. But the excessively farting passengers' gross behavior didn't end there. The man who just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. Okay. A guy in the row over replied, if you don't like it, you can fly private to which fart man says that's so effing rude. And another person nearby chimes in. I think we'd all agree you're the rude one here. Mm -hmm. At one point, flight attendants intervened and told the transgressor, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough with the farting and the yelling. By the way, that's that's a retort we don't use enough in society. Just walking up to someone who's that's an enough. adult and say, like, okay, that's enough. You got it out. Let's be done with all this. Let's move along. Uh, the plane was taxiing to the runway but came to a stop. An announcement came over saying, apologies for the interruption, but we're returning to the gate. 
We'll give you more info when we have it. Oh, boy. We get back to the gate, and a flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman he will not be staying on this flight. Oh, no. He simply replies, I don't understand. And she tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. <laughs> wow. That is definitely that's we'll like a talk parent. about it later. That is either a like parent with an unruly child response or a married couple that's about to get divorced response. One of the two. The man grabbed his bag and got off the plane. We all breathed a sigh of relief when he was removed. Literally. Oh, sure. I think most people were on edge about what he may say or do next. The trip was only delayed by 15 to 30 minutes. So all in all, I thank American and they handled it swiftly. Well, you know what? Good for them for not letting that get off the ground, literally. I mean, because it sounds like that was building to something where he was just going to keep being obstinate. Right, and right. I don't understand why people get on planes. I know we're all in a bad mood, right? You go through the airport, it's pain. But even if you're flying back home from your vacation or from a work trip or wherever you're going, maybe you're going to a work trip you don't want to go on. Everybody else in that plane is also doing something they the don't really enjoy. Is this guy's probably drunk. No, I'm sure. Enough. I'm sure he was drunk. I know, and that's not excusing the behavior. I because don't, Yeah, that's when your true self, I think, comes out when you're drunk, and you can blame it on being drunk. But like Mel Gibson hates Jews. Okay, <laughs> being drunk it just gave him the freedom to say it. I see. You're saying that that didn't cause him to no, have these thoughts this, he otherwise did this not have. Guy is yeah. still a jerk. Yes, right. It's yes. just that the the liquid courage allowed him to be the jerk without caring. I don't. Yeah. I, again, if that is the issue, then I don't understand why you go to the airport. Get like you want to have a a beer or something before you get on the plane. Fine, get a little anxiety. I get it, but like getting drunk to get on a plane. Why? That's not going to go well. You're going to be frustrated. All right, I want you to tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. I want you to text us six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. It is Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, Angela's Cakes says, you're now in charge of product development and testing at the largest baby food company. What foods are you pureeing up to influence the next generation of eaters? Hmm. Fried calamari. (laughs) We need more creamy squid going into our children's mouths. Yes. Not grilled calamari. I want little breading bits and everything (laughs) just in there. (laughs) Should give them a little breadcrumb packet that you sprinkle on after you open up the baby food. That's fine. Gives it texture. Oh, I I can't. I don't know what I mean. I don't even know how to influence someone with what. what well, can would I tell influence you them? Is it any better that we serve the kids the baby strained peas or cream yeah, peas? Like, I'm it's sure disgusting. It's not, I'm sure it's not that much better, but at least I don't know why a vegetable being like strained or mushed. It's like right, yeah, how about this? That's more. I don't know why because it all ends up that way. Why, why do we just assume that hey, peas and carrots? That's fine for baby food, but asparagus? No, because that's what I want. I want the pea to smell even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know the answer on that, honestly. I mean, to me, the only foods that make a lot of sense to be pureed are things like potatoes, apples. I like an applesauce. I can do that. I'm trying to think. What, what about superfoods? Everybody's talking no. about eat beets. Oh, yeah. How I, about puree the beets? I'm out on I'm not a big fan of beets. Well, I, I know, but apparently eat beets. You live to be 300. That's what people tell me. Yeah, that's always. And they're never wrong. No, they never, <laughs> they're never wrong on these food crazy. Well, in fairness, like, we can't stand over them at the nursing home and say, ha! wrong well no but also are we how much are we tracking that i know someone may have done a study but i just want to know like liver king is not going to be a hundred i guarantee you every month every year there is a new food that everyone if you don't have this in your diet well 
Like pomegranates. Are we still all on pomegranates? No, I think we're off that now. Because remember, pomegranates were like huge. You got palm juice no, you got to drink. Now you gotta... it's, uh, it's beets and blueberries. Well, blueberries, Blueberries yeah. all the sure. time. Okay. I was reading something the other day. Doctor said if I only ate one thing, if I told you one thing to change in your diet, eat blueberries. Very interesting. Also deceptive because blueberries, I always thought when I was younger, like you bite into them, they're blue. They're not. Like I thought that was all the color comes from the outside, right? On the inside, they just kind of look like a grape. I don't know. I think so. Kind of weird looking. I'm blue. Duke says Yarmo and JD are both ejected into the cold, unforgiving depths of space. And yes. the McConnell family puts you both yes. in charge yes. of Blue Jackets operations. What management and roster moves are you making first? Uh, I fire Mike Priest. Everyone's gone. Can you fire him? Why not? Oh, he's, wait. He's not the well, owner. He's a, he's a president. That's right. He reports to the owner. Well, that's right. He may be over you. But I don't want it. He just said, All right. what would I do if I could do anything? Yeah, okay, first thing is first. You I'm get starting rid of Mike from Priest. scratch. That's great. All right, I, I don't like want that. any old guard there. I don't want to hear about culture and we've built, you've built nothing. No, there's no culture. You've built a culture of laughter around the league. Yeah, exactly and right. frustration here. So what I would do is I would, I would get rid of Mike Priest. I would uh, find smart people. Mm-hmm. That's good. Smart hockey people. And I would hire those smart hockey people. And you're saying, well, what's the difference? Maybe you have smart hockey people. Yes. But if my smart hockey people don't start consistently paying off on their goals and right. winning games, then I fire them. Yes. And bring in more smart hockey people until I get it right. I don't stick with the same plan for 11 years. I do know this about you. And I'm the same way. Like, I, I am all about, I would want to, if I hired someone to be like the, the GM of the Blue Jackets, team president of the Blue Jackets. And then those people were nice to me and I liked them. And every time we chatted, we had they gave me great ideas of what they were going to do. And they sounded like they really knew their stuff. After three or four years, I would say, hey, guys, this is looking worse than it was when I hired you. What's the plan? And if and again, at some point, I would just be able to say, I may like you personally, but you're not getting the job. That's nothing to do with it. Right, but I feel like that's not what you have with the I Blue Jackets. Like, I like Fish. He likes me personally, I think, or he's a good liar. Sure. But if I was, you know, 14th in the ratings, yeah, I don't think we'd not, have the same relationship. It's, it's business. That's all it is. I'd actually hold my guys accountable. You don't think they have these... Look, every dumb job, we have to do them here. It's time for our yearly employee review. And you have to sit in a room and and hear about what you've done and what you haven't done and goals you have. And have you met expectations? Have you exceeded expectations? I don't know how anybody at the Blue Jackets can sit in one of those reviews with a straight face. No, I have. How? No idea. I mean, it's. Yeah. If if we got the chance to run the Blue Jackets, what we would do is say, check back in three years. If it's not better, we're starting. Over. And I wouldn't micromanage. I would, I would hire no. the people and then I get would out trust them to do their job, but I'd also assign clear goals and there would be accountability. Absolutely. From the ownership. Group. Absolutely. Yes. And I'd, I'd actually go down and, and say hello to people once in a yeah, while. That'd be nice. Show my face at the games uh, on campus coming up next. Common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by Meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view Browns backers. 
got a couple of slow spots out there. Eastbound 70 on the east side between Livingston Avenue and Bryce Road has a 10-minute slowdown. And if you're on northbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and Morse Road, expect a 20-minute delay there. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, don't miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition. Featuring over 350 artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Presale starts January 24th at 10 a.m. Visit cosi.org for info. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. We have more stuff here? Um, yes, we do. Maybe? Yes, we do. Yes? All right. uh, give me a number. Uh, let's go with 10. Call number 10 right now. 614-821-9710 gets four tickets to see the Ohio State women take on Wisconsin on Thursday, February 1st. Tickets are on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. So call to win. If you can't get the tickets, then buy the tickets on OhioStateBuckeyes.com. On campus time. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Reverse Aesthetics. Don't let your dad bod hold you back anymore. Schedule your medical weight loss consult today. Bone. Well, man, uh, first off, we'll start with college basketball here. Last night, South Carolina has had a very good start to their season, and they got another big win on their belt. 79-62 upset win over number 6 Kentucky. Uh, that would be the second straight road loss for the Wildcats. That is a pretty big deal for them. And you know who had a good game for South Carolina? Talon Cooper led them with 20 points, while Michi Johnson Michi. added 14 points, former Buckeye. Doing good things at South Carolina, playing good basketball there. Huh, Which crazy. still here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how that... Anyway, I don't know if that's worth bringing up, but I figured I might as well. Uh, also in college basketball rankings from yesterday, Duke fell to number 12 in the updated uh, AP Top 25 poll. Uh, also, Kansas, Baylor, and Memphis are all sliding as well due to some recent losses. So just something to keep an eye on. I wanted to bring it up because as Buckeye basketball fans on the men's side of things, we've had to pay attention to this in a while. So just want to remind you that it exists and the teams are in it you've heard of. Uh, UConn's still number one, Purdue number two, but there you go. Anyway, those are your teams in the top 25. Now back to other things like this. Uh, Washington, they have transfer quarterback Will Rogers, who came over from Mississippi State after the season. He wanted to transfer there to play for Kalen DeBoer. Right, but but of course, Kalen DeBoer now went to Alabama. So he jumped back in the portal, right? He did. And now he's jumped back out of the portal. I see. Because he likes the hire, I guess, of or got paid enough to decide to come to stay there. He likes the hire of uh, Jed Fish, who comes there from Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. So they were not sure if they were going to have a quarterback. Now they do. 
So congrats to Will Rogers, who for a second I saw this and thought, uh-oh, Will Howard, but not Will Howard. Will Rogers, very similar names, but not the same person. Anyway, we'll find out if he is anything at Washington, but at least they have a quarterback now, so we'll see what Jed Fish can do with that. Also, speaking of Arizona, they have parted ways with Athletic Director Dave Heek. Heek. Uh, Mike Candria is replacing him as the interim. Mike DeAndrea? No, Mike Candria. I don't, I don't know. Mike Candria Camberg, my gal. Uh, he just hired Brent Brennan to fill the school's football coach vacancy on January 16th. I find that odd that you parted ways with the guy who you allowed to hire your next football coach and then told him to hit the road. So Arizona's softball coach, Mike Candria, that is uh, his connection. He used to coach there as a softball coach. He's going to be the interim until they find a new replacement. Uh, and some sad news, Mike, for fans of dogs. And also, if you're a Georgia fan, Uga X, that would be the University of Georgia's bulldog mascot. Uga X, or Uga 10, 10, the 10th yes, version. The 10th one. Uh, the mascot that was there through their back to back national title wins sadly has died in its sleep. So, uh, oh, what's a peaceful way to go? He was 10 years old. Is He's that, a, what does that mean? That's fairly, I mean, that's pretty old for a dog. I mean, the seven years is what the dog years are seven years, right? So, you're talking the equivalent of a 70 year old person okay that's that's a fairly long life for a dog teddy what's your thoughts on mascots I know you're Li- a big, you're, the live mascot yeah you're, you're a big dog guy like do you say well they get treated very well and and i like that or do you not yeah. like dogs being used no. as mascots yeah it's probably not the the most ideal thing but they do get treated really well so as long as they are being treated like royalty basically then i'm all for that here's okay. my question do they actually get treated like royalty in the sense like we I look at know. it what I mean is we see their their pen that they keep them in, we see the food they're given, and the dog is like, "Oh yeah, these these look this looks really nice to us humans." But don't dog like there are lots of people who treat their dogs really nice who just like work from home, see their dog all the time, take their dog on walks, and the dog is like perfectly happy and never has to go in front of 80,000 screaming fans where they're like also have like a live bull mascot over there that remember that when Bevo from Texas and Uga, I think, got into it a little bit. There was a little... Maybe the dog likes it, though. Some dogs like to work. I don't, I don't like know. Like, if you watch, like, the airport security shows... Yeah, They got the right. beagles out there and stuff, and their their tails are going crazy. Well, yeah. They're, they, ha- they're having fun out they there. They like to be engaged. But I'm just saying, I don't know if... I don't know if bulldogs are that type of dog. Well, I don't I, know if they're I working dogs. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> Something from the burner phone, which you can reach, 614-787-3093. This is from Diego. Okay. Says, my common man and friends, your corporate honchos say, we're going to listen to you for once. First assignment, rebrand the fan. It can be anything but the fan. Mm. Also, the decision must be unanimous, and you can only take one minute to do it. What do you choose? Oh. How about the fat? (laughs) 97.1 97.1 the fat and it's just all fat guys hosting I like shows that. that's great so you and i are safe we're good beamer's safe timmy hall no get out of here get out of here rothman yeah. ice reeser bob all gone yeah chops gone oh bye chops chops old, no. old chops come back anytime old, yeah hey chops pull that pin buddy you're back in the door but if he's if not, not eating bread again <laughs> we'll get you there <laughs> Zed Key no longer going to no, be on the Zed fan. Key, are you kidding? <laughs> Let him live. These are great choices for him. I'm just saying. Uh, I had a problem at lunch today that I'm hoping people can relate to. And I'm going to share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for an accident on the westbound 161 ramp to southbound 270 on the east outer belt. And we also have slow traffic causing a five-minute delay on eastbound 670 between 315 and Leonard Avenue. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. During MVP's bonus days at Lowe's, save $20 on five-gallon ceiling paint or primer by HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams. Because Lowe's knows savings, Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Trap. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, Name yes. dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Uh, you can tweet us at Man and Bone 971. You can text the burner phone 614-787-3093. We'll get back to the wild cards in a second. Okay. I was having lunch today. Went to uh, Chipotle. Yes. And I had a little problem with the fountain drink. Oh. So I get my little fountain drink and go to get my DC, mm-hmm. Diet Coke. Yeah. Hit the lever. Water flies everywhere. Really? Everywhere. Water. I, I came to find out, yes, it was just water. Oh, okay. Because okay. they didn't fill the machine. So it was just carbonated oh, water. So it was, there was like, no syrup in it. So it was a soda, just not, there was no syrup to the soda. Yes, but what they also did not do for the day is put the nozzles on the machine. So if there's no nozzle on the machine, it just sprays everywhere like a sprinkler. Oh, right. It goes yeah. everywhere. My clothes are soaked. My arm is soaked. And I had my burrito bowl right there. And so all this water gets in my burrito bowl. Yeah. And okay. so the employee sees this. Yes. Laughs. And says, oh, I forgot those nozzles. Good thing it's just water. And then just sort of walks away. Oh, no, no, so no. So I've got no, a no, 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 soupy no. burrito bowl that I paid $15 for. No, 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 no. No. My clothes are all wet. No, no, no. Like, and I can't get my DC. Let me. Here's where I'm at with like fast food service industry, anything like that. I have a lot of respect for everyone who works in those industries because I know you catch hell all the time, and and you probably work for someone who's probably not the greatest either. And, and I didn't give him hell. I just wiped myself off and sat no, down. No, no. But. That so like I'm saying when I sometimes get my food and I get the wrong order or I get like. I don't get something I ordered. I chalk it up to they do a billion of these a day. This job probably sucks for them. Or that's it's what fine. you get for going to Popeyes. <laughs> it's always <laughs> going to be wrong. I'm saying I've we learned, still go. I've learned to like bring back my levels of expectation and not get so frustrated about it. But in that case where someone sees what happened and says, ah, that was a screw up on our part. Either that person or someone else. This that That is different than... Oh, we forgot your... And again, if you come back and say, you forgot my fries, give give the person the fries you forgot. Give them the... Whatever you forgot. But... And when, I probably wasn't going to make them when that make happens, me a new one. But that should be I would. a question, right? I mean, like, I wouldn't... Hey, I wouldn't, can I make a new one for you? 
I meant to say I would not ask for it. I'm saying if I were behind the counter, I would say this is not like this is not the the man keeping me down. This is not corporate BS weighing on you. It's like crap that just sucks as a human that that happened to you. You paid good money for this food. We made you good food. Now it's all ruined. We'll make you another one. No, the that's attitude all our essentially fault. was. Well, that was funny. Sucks to be you. No. Anyway, that's that's that and I is go no in there good. all the time. They see me. They that's know me. That's no good. So you didn't even go up and ask? No. Why not? Because they saw me. They what? saw yeah, it. But, th- but see, then I, I, then I just, I would go up and be like, hey, yeah, I know that was unfortunate. You can see I got this all over my clothes. I'm not that mad or anything, but I did want this burrito. It's covered in water. I, I don't want the aggravation. Could I get, I, don't, I wouldn't want the aggravation of eating the I, thing I, with the water I in I it. I know. I just didn't want the aggravation. So you would think listening to this show that yes. I love to pick fights, but I don't. I know you don't. I married a woman who actually loves to pick fights. But I don't. But again, I don't even think it would be a fight. I'm actually of the two of us, you and me. I'm the oh, one. You're the much bigger a hole. I will go not like that, but I will go up to someone and be like, "Hey, can we? Can I just get a new one?" I'll be very pleasant about it. And if they say no, then yeah, I'm not going to stand there and scream or anything. I'll be like, "Okay," and then I'll and then I'll be mad about it, and I won't go back there. But I will at least ask and give them a chance to make it right if they don't immediately realize how bad it was for me. And then after that. Yeah, I'm not going to stand there for 10 minutes and demand to speak to a manager and this and that and the other. No. That, that ever happened to you, Teddy, where they didn't put the nozzle on the thing and it just flied everywhere? No, that's never happened. No, <laughs> no it's just happened you. Never, never. Just me. Yeah, that's just what you. I'm, I'm telling you, this is where you, your life experiences of like, I don't go to a movie theater because woman with meat snack in her wig sits next to you in an empty theater. Yeah, it happened. You go that's into real. a fast food place and they don't put the nozzle on it, sprays all over you. And again, I'm sure it's happened to other people. It's never happened to me. Uh, wild card Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. This is uh, Meat Sweats who says, my fellas, what instantly makes you jealous when you see another dude? For me, it's a thick head of hair or a beard. I get told I look like a hobo when I grow mine out. Hashtag screw shaving. Hashtag 6, 6K hair removal can GTH. I do, I do like a, a thick beard. Oh yeah, because I'm not I'm not able to to grow the type of beard that I want. I but see. I, I like a thick. I actually saw a guy today. He, he was kind of my perfect man. Really, had such a thick beard that the beard was in a ponytail, like a braid, like he a braid it down and tied it. Yeah, yes, I've but seen it, was, that. it wasn't sloppy looking. Yeah, you know, he clearly takes care of his beard. And I didn't get close enough to examine it because you know I didn't want to in, intrude on his personal space. Uh, had a lovely gold watch on. Oh, as well. Well, there you and go. And so I was enamored with the watch. I wanted to know what kind of watch it was and his beard. See, I have a beard that is filled in where it is, but my beard, if I let it go much longer than this, like you see the people that have them down to like their, their chest or something, right? Yeah, like, this guy had the big right. beard. But some people's beard, when they do that, it's like, it's like it could, it could hold a plate on it. It's so thick and full. My beard is the kind that looks like curtains that kind of have been torn up by a cat at the bottom and I they just, see. it gets all stringy. So I don't, I don't think my beard, I've never grown it that long, but I've grown it a few more inches and it does not, this is the length it needs to be. My beard is closely kept around my face and that's about it. Also an older man with a thick mustache. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with not that. Not like a younger person doing it in jest. Right. You know, but like an older man who's always had a mustache. Yeah. Doesn't care what the trends are. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care what's going on. He's going to grow this thick mustache. Tom yeah. Selleck. That's great. I agree. I, that is the people who can rock the it's because it's the the 
the the length of the mustache, but the amount of space on your face between your upper lip and your nose, if you have like a small space there, a big mustache isn't going to look good. Right. So you have to have like a the prop, appropriate length. My thing I get jealous of on other men is uh, ankles. Like when I can see ankles. you have an ankle. Mine have been disappeared since probably about eighth grade. <laughs> I have the cankles. Uh, on the uh, burner phone. <laughs> Your thoughts on CD 92.9's last week on the air. Is it this week? I have no idea. I, I, I mean, I've heard of some of the, I don't know. I can't keep this up with is, all this, this is stuff. A lo- this is a longer show, and I, I, I'll, I don't want to get deep into the radio business because, quite frankly, many of you don't care. But here's my quick thoughts on this. It is always a sad day when a local broadcaster stops broadcasting. Yeah, of course. Right? We want as many local radio stations as we can possibly have. I I want people to embrace this medium. I want uh, people to remember what radio is supposed to be like. I want dummy corporations to stop running radio stations. In this case here, you did not have a dummy corporation running a radio no. station. You had a guy who was so passionate about this product that I think sometimes that overshadowed exactly what the product was. And I'm not saying this to be mean. Because I, once upon a time, really enjoyed CD 101, whatever we want to call it. I thought they did great radio. I think that was many years ago. I think that it just sort of became dudes talking in a basement, not understanding what good radio is, not caring necessarily how to build their brand or attract the biggest audience. And you can say, well, you don't... That's sellout radio. No, that's how you keep the lights on. That's how you continue to grow and put your message out there and showcase the music you want to showcase is to actually practice good radio. And it's sad to me that that once great radio station sort of lost their way over the years. There's a lot of quality people work there. Oh, agreed. And they asked for like more than $6 and then they were told to go away. I, I do. I feel bad for, you know, like you said, the local radio scene losing. If if it's going, I don't know what the final thing is going to be here, right? I don't know how it all ends, but if it does go away, then yeah, that would be sad. It's one of those institution type places that I think has done a lot of good in the Columbus radio industry, and they certainly they've raised a lot of money for charity. They've done a lot of, of great things. They've done and, a lot of good things and, and, I- and put on a lot of great radio shows and a lot of great music and all that stuff. I also like I'm the wrong person to ask about all that because I haven't listened to music radio in well over a decade because everything now that I have that offers me like I like I'm just I can listen to stuff that I like and I can find bands that I like that they cannot find for me because they're trying to appeal to a mass audience or to some audience. I'm trying to find what I like exactly. And so algorithms are getting me way better than any radio programmers. And that's nothing against CD 92.9 or whatever, that's any radio station out there doing music. You can be as good of a program as you want. You don't know what's in my specific brain. You have to program for hundreds of thousands of people. And if I'm not like those hundreds of thousands of people, then I'm not going to be the one you're going to want. So I'll just go listen to my algorithms that give me the music that I want, bring me new bands I've never heard of, and I'll be happy. But if, if, if you like radio like that, then yeah, I feel bad for you. I just, it's not something I've listened to in a long time. You know, I, I would sample it because i'm a music radio guy i started doing music radio when i got into this business and i thought that was going to be my career path and then i decided to come on here and make fart noises with all of you right and i'm glad that i chose that career path but 
you know, so many music radio people will tell you it's music first. Music is what matters. And that's that's nice. That's also very naive. Radio matters first. Then I agree. the music comes after that. Because if you're not doing good radio, it doesn't matter what you're playing. They were too confused. They wanted to be a bar. They wanted to be a hangout. They wanted to have shows. And that's all great. But none of that matters if your radio product is not any good. Well, it, it, right. And, and there are, I know there are people who loved what they were doing. That's but, fine. But there's not enough of you. Well, uh, there's lots of things I love. That's a reality, man. I mean, like, we've talked about this with different bands and stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> you know how I feel about Billy Joel, not my favorite artist. He's not a guy that appeals to me at all. I can tell you that in the sphere of, you know, popularity, I am wrong. Like, <laughs> there are a lot more people who feel very good about what he's doing and they enjoy his music. You're not, you're not wrong, but no, you're but, also not naive enough to think that Teenage Risk is going to sell out the garden. Exactly right. My point is, I would not go make a radio station the way I like I would have to at some point acknowledge if I want to be successful I'm gonna have to play Billy Joel I'm gonna you know what I mean I'm or not necessarily Billy Joel but I'm gonna have to play what people like yes I know what before what I like and I'm I don't know what everybody there thought I'm, I'm not even speaking about them anymore I'm saying corporate radio all that stuff they are chasing whatever they think the biggest audience is and sometimes they get it right sometimes they get it wrong but yeah it's it's a it's a popularity business man that's what we're in like it or well, not. The, the beauty part of it too is if you're doing it right, there's plenty of room for you to throw in stuff that people have never heard before. Of course. Because then yes. they trust you. Yeah. There's local shows where you can just, hey, this is our unsigned artist hour. Yeah. You know, and you can do it that way. But they lost track of what the radio business is. You know, Seinfeld has this line, I'm stealing from him. You know, it's not called show bit it's not called show fun, it's called show business. <laughs> You know, I think sometimes yeah. over there it was like, hey, we're just having fun on the radio. I was like, that's, that's great. But in order to keep the lights on. Well, that I, yeah. I, you, I, you can't ignore yeah. the business aspect. And I, I don't know what all that looked like. I just, I know that I'm the wrong person to ask about music radio because I haven't listened to it in a very long time. Are the Ravens getting shortchanged? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. If you're on northbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and Morse Road, expect about a 20-minute delay there and a five-minute slowdown on southbound 315 between Kinnear Road and I-70. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. New year, new hiring needs. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all year round. Schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from your Indeed dashboard. Learn more by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Hey, if you miss any part of the show or it's just so damn good, you want to hear it again. 
Go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show, every podcast comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Uh, before we get to more Wild Card Wednesdays, the Ravens are playing the uh, Chiefs. Why? Why did I just blank, blank okay. on that? The Kansas the, City Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Kansas City Taylor Swift. I saw this on Pro Football Talk. Michael David Smith, a.k.a. the British Bulldog. Yes. Says the Ravens are blowing out good opponents like no other team in NFL history. Baltimore's 34 to 10 win over Houston in the divisional round of the playoffs was their ninth win by at least 14 points over a team that finished the season with a winning record. No NFL team in history has had that many two touchdown wins over winning teams. Here's what the Ravens have done this year. Okay. Uh, they beat the Lions by 32. Yeah. They beat the 49ers by 14. They beat the Dolphins by 37. They beat the Browns by 25. They beat the Texans twice, once by 16, once by 24. They beat the Seahawks by 34. They beat the Jags by 16, and they beat the Bengals by 14. So they have the Chiefs in town. I want to say they're favored by three and a half or four. The Ravens are. Yeah. But history says, at least this season, if you're a good team, the Ravens are going to beat you by at least two touchdowns. I mean that's a that's a f- interesting stat. Doesn't necessarily mean anything when it comes to one game. That's the beauty of the NFL playoffs is all the trends and everything else. One game changes everything. Go ask the undefeated Patriots team when they faced the Giants, right? Everybody would have had that we all did. Everybody thought that game was Patriots to lose and uh they did. They lost it. So <laughs> that's why we play. I'm excited to watch this matchup, but yes, I I think the Ravens are, that's that's my pick in this game. Spoiler alert. I think the Ravens will win this game. All right, Wild Card Wednesday. This is uh, from Adam and, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Let's do burner phone first. Yeah. Adam in Delaware. I was gifted a deep sea Rolex from my oh. employer, Sea oh. Dweller. Deep sea, sea Dweller Rolex from my employer. By the way, good employer. I've got two sons. Who gets it when I hit the skids? Well, assuming both of them want it. Well, yeah, there's you know, that. One of them says, I don't really care. Give it to the other one. Well, then your decision's made for you. If they both say, Dad, I want it, then it goes to the oldest. Interesting. Right? I mean, oldest always wins, right? Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't have to be that way. That's just what you're doing, right? I mean, I... Well, how I, would you do it? Feats of strength? No, I think I would probably... I would tell them all to... If if all of them want it, I would say then none of you have it. Then we Then you sell it and you all split the proceeds and get something that you'd rather have about me. Like you all can have some other sentimental thing of mine, but then I would just sell it before that time comes and say, this is going to, you know, this will, I'll give this money to them to do with what they want. That's a nice gift they can have. I like the idea of people fighting over things when I'm dead. You would. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost (laughs) like you're still alive then because your actions are causing other people to get aggravated. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I would not want that for my kid. I, there's already enough stress with that. You know, I, I hope. I hope they're not like, thank God he's dead, right? <laughs> I hope they actually would be sad that I'm gone. So then to be on top of that, like, oh, yeah, by the way, figure this whole thing out. No, I would probably just say, you both want it. I understand that. I would love to give it to both of you, but I can't. So I'm going to, you know, or, or sell it and get them both, your two sons, get them something nice, right? Get them each something that you think would be meaningful to them from you before you go. So enjoy it for now and then sell it when you're still in your good health. Uh, this one is from Roy Biggins, who says, my, my guy. guys. Yeah, well, he he says this for all three of you. What's your favorite 80s, 90s TV show? If we're talking underrated, 
then Roy Biggins, you're it, buddy. Yeah, I, I love wings. wings. You can't find wings anywhere. It's gone. Even on where is it? Is on a whatever streaming service it's on. I think it's on Peacock. Well, that would make sense. Paramount right? Plus. I don't know. Anyway, whatever it's on, they have episodes missing. Oh, do they? And that's what drives me crazy. It's like, oh, well, they played a song in this one, so instead of paying for the royalties, it's just not, <laughs> we don't even put it there. Yeah. So unless you have the DVDs, you can't watch every episode. That was, a, Wings was a great show. And it's several episodes per season. It's not like, oh, just one episode's missing out of 200. No. I mean, I could even understand if they maybe had one out of, like, however many hundred they did. They're like, yeah, this one, eh, you go back and watch, it doesn't really hold up. It's It's not great. Okay, get rid of that one just so everybody doesn't have to deal with a headache of something that's out of context now. No, but, I'm not a fan of that either. You no. put a little disclaimer on there if you want to, but... Well, fair enough. Let's not censor art, please. Yeah. Uh, the other part of that, again, the art is owned by corporations. That's a, You know what I mean? Yeah, that's no, the problem. I know. Is that's now that's the problem. Yeah, because if it was in a museum, you're right. There's controversial art in museums all the time. People go in, they look at it, they get offended by it, whatever, but it, the museum's there to preserve it. Giant companies are like, sorry, we got stakeholders. We're not, <laughs> not messing around with that. The, uh, the show that I would probably say is my favorite... And I've warmed to it. It was not my favorite in those decades. But as much as, you know, I liked a lot of shows back then, Frasier's the one now that I go back to more and more often and watch than Frasier's any other show. A, Frasier's a good show. That's the one I probably have watched the most of any of the 80s, 90s sitcoms. Have you watched life. new Frasier? No. Don't. I'm not even... You, well, you don't. told me. You told Pretend me Pretend like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, expired vitamin. See, we got another death one here. Expired vitamin says my uh, HICs. Yes. <laughs> It's been raining for two straight days. People are depressed. Yeah, you're right. We're talking That's about fair. death. Given Ugga X's, Ugga 10's death conversation, the dog from Georgia, the live mascot, passed away. He's 10 years old. Uh, how do you want to go? What age do you think would be best? What are your preferences for how you're remembered? Funeral arrangements, etc. Is that the end? Are you reincarnating? Oh, I have. What are your plans for the afterlife? These are questions that drive me crazy. The, the after death stuff. I know a lot of you are very devout God yeah. bless you. I'm just, I'm not there. So that stuff, I can't help but think about it. If I could just design a way to go, I'll be a hundred with all of my faculties laying in bed with my wife, holding her hand. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's how I want to go. And how I want to be remembered is good husband and father. Yeah. That's it. Right. And one hell of a lover. Can I tell you? I, this is something that just occurred to me. I've never really thought of this, and I know that's that's how I'll remember you as one hell of a lover. I hope so. That just flew uh, right over your head. <laughs> but I will say, well, speaking of flying over your head, like if I'm if I'm ninety plus and I have my faculties, and then I get the diagnosis of like you've got stage four cancer, you've got a few months to live, make your you know final you know arrangements, all that stuff. I mean, I know that this is dangerous i know this is something that they would not do but like i want to go out in a blaze of glory a little bit what would you do well if they would let you and they wouldn't but like i would take a plane and like crash it into the ocean i'm saying with everyone knowing and they can clean it up and we can get all the oil out of the ocean all that stuff or like <laughs> Thelma and louise off the grand canyon you know what i mean well, you like, can do that i know but i don't want to cause a headache for people i want it to be something where it's like we know this is happening the resources are set aside. We're going to clean this up. It's not going to damage anything. But yeah, I can see like taking a race car like off the edge of a cliff. And again, cliff? not now. Not if I have a bad day. I'm saying I'm 90. I've lived a full life. I got it. I and got they it. give you a few months to live and I get to choose how I go. 
I'd probably be like, yeah, everybody gather around, videotape, videotape, recorded, put it on YouTube. Everybody can enjoy this. The old man went out with a bang. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got construction causing some delay on eastbound 33 at Hamilton Road. Things are slow from Refugee Road. And expect a 15-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between Livingston Avenue and Bryce Road. And a 5-minute delay on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between Sawmill Road and 23. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Common Man and T-Bones. Name dropper. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports. Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Jackets lose last night in Edmonton. Edmonton wins number 14 in a row. Uh, You know, we talk about the Jackets every single week. Let's not do that here. How good are the Oilers right now? How about that? No, they're a very good team. Uh, are they capable of perhaps uh, bringing the Stanley Cup back to uh, Canada for the first time in a couple of decades? I believe they are. I think they're still spending some time with General Manager Kenny Holland, not yesterday, but uh, the day before. Now, we arrived here on Sunday, and Monday had a practice. And uh, I, uh, I've known the former General Manager of the Detroit Red Wings and now, of course, the General Manager of the Oilers for a long time. This is probably his last year in Edmonton, and he certainly likes the team, would still like to make some improvements. And right now, with Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl, and particularly their, their play in goal, they are certainly a legitimate Stanley Cup uh, contender. Well, let's talk a little bit of Blue Jackets' rims. We know Patrick Laine is coming back from an injury. There's talk that he may make a appearance at the end of this road trip. Uh, is it likely that he plays? Possible that he plays? Not likely? What, what's your read on it right now? I think he'll play. I mean, we're still out here for another week. Uh, this is only game two tomorrow here in Calgary. Uh, then it's on to Vancouver, Seattle, back-to-back this weekend. And we finish things up in Seattle. So I say there's a good chance. Uh, he's skating every day, practiced again today. And speaking of injuries and players returning, I would bet that we'll see Wierenski tomorrow. In fact, he took over the top power play unit. And I suspect that uh, he and Boquist will be a defensive pairing tomorrow. Here against the Calgary Flames, the team that uh, themselves has dropped three in a row, including a 3-1 lead late in the second period last night to St. Louis. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Uh, Rims, the Oilers have won 14 in a row. If they're not the best team in the NHL, who is right now? <clears throat> I think there's several contenders. I think Vancouver, who the Jackets beat uh, on Martin Luther King Day afternoon. 
<clears throat> they're certainly a, a team to be contended with. Winnipeg, and when we played the Jets a couple of weeks ago, they were the best team that I'd seen up until that point. They've got an edge and goal with uh, Hellebuck. So uh, I think it's very competitive. And then you look stateside, and <clears throat> Vegas are the defending Stanley Cup champions, so they've got to be considered. Uh, Colorado with McKinnon and McCarr and company. I think it's wide open. The Stanley Cup, by no stretch of the imagina- uh, imagination, can somebody sit here today and say, there's your eventual Stanley Cup champion. Not So who, who's the best team in the league? You gave me five teams. <laughs> right? I just want to be clear on that. Well, you asked me, All right. and I gave you an answer. I said it's still very much up in the air. Okay. Uh, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Rimmer's Friends. Buyers imports by the airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Have I ever turned out an opportunity to talk about the guys at Buyers Imports by the airport? You know, we've been talking for, oh, I'd say a good couple, three months now about the... Uh, a quick uh, oil change and lube job, mm-hmm. and uh, it has become exceptionally uh, successful. I'm told that uh, it is totally up and running and has been for some time. People enjoy the fact that they can get their car greased and oiled within a half an hour, get a car wash, and then get right back on the road. Your time is important. Buyers imports by the airport certainly believes that. And uh, if that's what you need is an oil change and a lube job, there's no other place to go but buyers imports by the airport. Now, we haven't talked about the new and pre-owned automobiles. Oh. There's a full selection. And, uh, hey, uh, it's wintertime now, yeah. but And we've had some snow and, and the light and cold temperatures, but won't be too long. You may want to look ahead and to the spring and drive off that lot uh, near the airport with any one of the import uh, dealerships that are there. So I strongly recommend you head there. And tell them Rimmer set you. All right. Hey, uh, you're talking about getting greased up and lubed up. I think you need a little throat coat. You sound a little froggy. Everything okay? I'm glad you asked. Because here in Alberta, first in Edmonton, and uh, very much so here and today, it's very dry. And in these hotel rooms, I've got a humidifier no more than six inches away from me here right now. And uh, you're right. Uh, I am a little uh, hoarse. Uh, hopefully I can uh, get rid of this. <clears throat> I find that in the hotel is the worst place. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm fighting it a bit, but we'll be ready for the game time tomorrow. Rims, I do have a like a professional question on that matter because, you know, anybody who's done this job talking for a living has had to fight through that where you get the either the the throat kind of raspy or the you get the sniffles or whatever. When you get that little bit of stuff that makes it tough to do your job talking what's your go-to remedy like do you have a, a tea and lemon ritual that you do like where where do you go what do you try to do to to get that all taken care of multifaceted i've got in my right hand here right now and i've been up to the club here a couple of times in the hotel that uh, we're in with the team uh i've got a hot tea with honey and i'll have several over the course of uh, the game tomorrow i can assure you I had a few last night in Edmonton. And uh, my other uh, remedy I uh, highly recommend is uh, the Hall's lozenges. Sugar-free is my preference. Got to take care of those cavities or lack thereof. Make sure there aren't any cavities. So, yeah. Uh, and well, they're not going to bother your that. dentures, Rims. No, no, but, you know, you want to stay away from cavities, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's my go-to even when I'm uh, 100% healthy. I will uh, keep that mouth moist. 
Well, Rims, I'm telling you, the, right, the tea that I there's voice. a there's an herbal tea out there that is literally called throat coat, and it does wonders if you've not tried it. It's delicious, and it is I I'd say that in a little honey goes a long way. Does that is that uh, particular uh, item available in Canada? Probably I, twice the price. It might be. I don't know, but it's in it's in major grocery stores in the uh, you know the civilized world of America. So I don't know what goes on <laughs> in the wilderness of Canada where you're at. But All right, yeah. let's do some name dropping rims. What do you got? Other than the nurse well, that's sitting next to you, I am uh, going here in the next half hour to uh, where it all started for me as a young 19 year old. And I hate to bring up former names, but I'll be at the Cal- Calgary Stampede grounds for this uh, University of Alberta, or excuse me, University of Calgary Dinosaurs. I was at the uh, University of Alberta yesterday. Uh, University of Calgary Dinosaurs and, and my former school, uh, Mount Royal College now referred to as Mount Royal University. It's the uh, annual Crow Child Cup. And about, oh, I'd say less than 50 yards is where me and the former heavyweight champion of the world, Muhammad Ali, had a chance to talk. And then I moved him from the press conference right up the cloud trail, which is, oh, I'd say a mile and a half away from where I'll be tonight. And we did a half an hour, me and Ali. I know that you weren't listening earlier, but I, I said this is exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> and, well, you know me well. I know. You I do know, know you well. well. I, I, I thought it was like 90% Muhammad Ali, 10% Brett the Hitman Hart. But we went with Ali well, today. Well, let me throw another name because after tonight's, or excuse me, tomorrow night's game, we'll be heading to Vancouver. Saturday night on national television in Canada and the United States. We'll be providing a feed in the U.S. Hockey night in Canada north of the border. The Vancouver Canucks and the Columbus Blue Jackets, and uh, still waiting to hear from Michael Bublé, uh, who I have invited. Yeah, I'm sure to, you're going to uh, keep waiting. The booth. <laughs> well, here's the thing, I, and I'm being totally honest with you here now. I think he's going to big time me because now he's been named one of the celebrity captains mm-hmm. for the All-Star Game in Toronto. Well, that's I was going to so, uh, ask you about that, Rims, because I saw he's one of the captains. Will Arnett, who I is a treasure. I love him. He's one of the best Canadian exports ever. He's a captain. Uh, I did see that Justin Bieber, Bieber, who's kind of famous, is also a captain. And then Tate McRae is uh, another captain there. Have you, you're a Canadian royalty. Have you ever met any of these other Canadian stars other than Michael Bublé? Uh, no, I have not. Haven't had the good fortune. Well, Tate, uh, Tate McRae was... Uh, she was hanging around in Columbus. She was hanging around bit, right? with Cole Sillinger, right? Isn't that his ex? Yeah, that's his ex. Uh, Cole's more focused on his hockey game here now. He's got time. The kid's, what, 20 years old now. He's got time for the women. He is playing exceptional hockey, and that's his focus right now. Yeah, we just did. I, that's fine. We're just asking if you ever ran into her. So you never met her. No, no. But, but she's right here in Calgary. This is where she's from. So I suspect that uh, she might show up at the game. She's a big hockey fan. And who knows? Maybe she'll be at the game tomorrow night here at the Saddledome. All right, thanks, Rims. Get, so, some, stro- get some throat coat, all right? Take it, take it easy. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, I'll get a chance to beat her tomorrow. So next week when I'm on the show, there's perhaps a new fresh name I could, uh, I could drop. Yeah, perfect. All right, thanks, Rims. Anytime. All right. Name dropping with Jeff Rims. I like how I said goodbye to him. He just ignored me. He's I like, may yeah, come I'm across just... her. Get away from me, <laughs> creepy old man. Do we know if Tate McCray is mom? Like, I mean, I we know he's met Anna Kornikova's mom. I mean, I don't know. Tate if... McCray's mom's probably like 40. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's 
I'm saying maybe Tate McRae's grandma he could ever run with. <laughs> Great grandma. You never know. She might, she might. He's a distinguished older man. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Especially if he whispers sweet nothings with the frog in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident on the right shoulder of northbound 71 north side at Morse Road, causing about a 25-minute delay. Traffic is stop and go from I-70 and about a 10-minute slowdown on eastbound 670 between Neal Avenue and 270. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my loose soda nozzles. How are you? Oh, yeah. That ever happened to you before? Yeah, that's happened. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I was all the only spray. one. Yeah, all spray. Where I think what I think what happened was all of the nozzles. There wasn't a malfunction. They were all removed. Yes, that's what and, happened to me today. Yeah, and nobody were, nobody put them back on. Probably, nobody told me that this was the case, and it just shot all over the place. I mean, the good thing is, I not to put a silver lining on everything, but well, that you're, probably you're gonna, well, that probably means they were taking them off to clean them, and then they forgot to put them back on, which does mean at least at that place, they're regularly cleaned. Great. Let's hope. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, it's not good for Didn't you, help though. me in that moment, though. It no, just exactly right. made me incredibly wet and dirty and sticky. Well, at least mine was just water because they forgot to put the syrup in the Diet Coke yeah, machine. Yeah, there was some... The, you know, in my case, th- this was so stupid because we were working together. It was when I was working at a golf shop when I was a younger man, and so we have the snack bar area, and we had, you know, six sodas, whatever your variety, Coke, Sprite, the the run of the mill there, and it was very shortly after close, and we knew that we all liked to take soda. It wasn't stealing. We got all the soda that we wanted with this gig, and so I just went to go and fill my cup up, and old Johnny over there, whoever the hell was behind the desk, took the spigots off and didn't even give me a heads up. Oh, so you knew the, the perpetrator. Yes, he didn't even give me the heads up. I'm sure like, you gave it I to him. I was pissed. I'm sure you oh, yeah. were. Come on, man. Yeah, that's no good. All right, it's Wild Card Wednesday. This is from the text. My boss today left work at lunch, apparently, because he peed himself. Oh. He's 71 years old. Nobody even made fun of him because everybody basically said that he's at the age where it's okay. Oh, well, you know, I mean, there there is a there's a thing to that where at some point you start to lose some well, functionality. I mean, on the yeah. other, he says, on the other side of the equation, I currently have a five-year-old who still pees the bed at night. <laughs> at what age is it okay to not be peeing yourself? And then at what age can you start peeing yourself again? <laughs> I, I think 
It's got to be in the that. ages in the middle of that. Four to four to six, I think, for most kids, probably is the area <laughs> See, where I, like I had at a night problem. you gotta you gotta have that solved. When by I then. was about five, where I also peed myself in the middle of the night, and it's because I was sleeping so hard I wouldn't wake myself up when I had to pee. Yeah. And so I, I knew what I had to do. It's not like, oh, I, I'm just going to stay in here and pee. I just wouldn't wake myself up until I was all wet. So there was a there was a contraption that was around in the 90s that would. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was like an electronic thing. Oh, no. That would buzz. It would. Like, it would buzz. It would make a sound. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I don't know wait, what this wait, wait, was. Wait, hang on. It did, you, did you have this? Hold on. I had this. Wait, it and buzzed stopped, for what? What did it, it buzz for? It, it, would it, sense, it sensed moisture. It would sense the wetness and the moisture. Where did now, we wear one this? would say, why aren't you still wearing a pull-up if that's the case? But I, they didn't want to do that with me. It was like, I'm, you're going to learn. You're not going to wet the bed. And when I finally conquered that, I got a trip to King's Dominion, which is the version of... of uh, Kings Island out east in Richmond, Virginia. So your parents gave you the equivalent of electric underpants. Yeah. yeah and then exactly. shocked was you. Was there a shock involved? There was no shocking. It would buzz. It would like vibrate and buzz. I'd actually pay for that now. <laughs> I know. It sounds oh, kind of awesome, right? Right. Yeah. Woo! So then, I'm going to keep going. So then you got to King's Dominion. They were like, and why are you here today? Like, because I don't have to wear my electric underpants anymore. And then they're like, <laughs> right. okay. My pee pee wasn't zapped. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what the hell is this thing? I would love to know the name of the product. I have no idea, but I'm sure it had, you know, wet be gone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of ridiculous name for this thing. All right. What's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Coming up tonight. We got a lot of things to break down. Devere will be with us. So I know he's got thoughts on Bill O'Brien being named the new offensive coordinator at Ohio State. The new quarterback recruit coming in. Big safety as well. And we'll have Dave Holmes in here. I actually had, uh, came up with a question last night. All the Buckeye stuff will hit with him. But think about what the best movie slash video game combo is that you've mm. ever seen. I was watching GoldenEye last night. Yes, Pierce yes, yes, yes. I thought I can't think of a better one. So he swears he's got the better one. We'll okay. find out. All right. All right. I like it. Uh, Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Clearly, Timmy, the answer is Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. No. Movie sucked. The movie Game's was terrible. A classic. That's my point. The movie's Jim terrible. Jim Carrey was in it, at least. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. No, come on. It was fine. For a kid's movie, it's fine. But no. Uh, this is a little story about... Sophia Vergara, she is uh, 51 years young. Let striking. Yeah, striking, absolutely. And she is uh, not too long ago split from her husband of seven years, Joe Manganiello, 47-year-old actor who, uh, you know, very handsome in his own right. But they, uh, they parted ways. So she uh, just did an interview with, I believe it was Variety, where she confirmed the reason for their split. She said, ultimately, my marriage broke up because my husband was younger, he wanted to have kids, and I didn't want to be an old mom. I feel it's not fair to the baby. She made sure to note that though she respects those who wish to welcome children later in life, that path is, quote, just not for her anymore. If you're not aware, she was 19 years old when she had her son. He is now 32. She said, I'm ready to be a grandmother, not a mother. I- I'm, not, I'm not saying she's wrong. I agree with her. But isn't this something you discuss? You're right. Before well, you get married. Get it out there in the open? I guess so. Maybe it was one of those things where they both were like, yeah, we'll talk about it at some point. Or maybe they just did talk about it and they both thought they were on the same page. And maybe uh, his his plans changed or hers did. Right. Who knows? Okay. Either way, 
that's one of the reasons that they uh, split up. So hopefully they're both happy in that regard. I mean, if you're with Harrison Ford, you got to be ready to have kids until you're 100. That's <laughs> that just right? part of the deal. That's right. Yeah. And Same also practice playing. And know how to use a, a parachute, <laughs> apparently, so you can hop out of whatever airplane <laughs> yeah, is about to crash. Right. Just flying World War One planes that have half an engine. Yeah. Be careful up there, Harrison. You know, and I, I don't usually like to end on a death here, but I do want to take a moment to say Charles Osgood, veteran CBS newsman. We should pay some honor to him today. Longtime host of Sunday morning on CBS. Died at the age of 91. Award-winning journalist. And if, if you've never heard the radio program, The Osgood File, that's one of the things. Like, there was Paul Harvey, right, who would do that. And then Charles Osgood was like one of those other guys who would, I'm Charles Osgood. And just it, great voice, mm-hmm. excellent job with Somehow that. Somehow I miss this guy. You never heard of Charles Osgood? I mean, maybe I heard him, but I, I it just blocked it out. I'll tell you, that one got to Big Daddy Paul Keels. That was some water yeah. cooler talk for him today. Charles him and Skip Os- Mossick were talking Charles about that. Charles Osgood, one. a legendary newsman, radio, television, all that. Uh, you know, thoughts to his family. But yeah, I one of the guys I enjoyed listening to when I was a little kid. All right, Buckeye Show's next. Inside Edge at 7. We're back tomorrow for more stupidity. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of northbound at 71 on the north side at Morse Road. Traffic stop and go from East Broad Street. And you can expect a 15-minute delay on westbound 670 between 5th Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. During MVP's bonus days at Lowe's, save $250 when you buy a DeWalt 12-inch sliding miter saw and adjustable stand together. Because Lowe's knows savings, Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. This is a fan action update. The Lions preseason odds to win the Super Bowl under Dan Campbell were 250 to 1 in 2021, 125 to 1 in 2022, 22 to 1 in 2023, and now they're plus 750. Golf, 36 and 17 against the spread in indoor games, 34, 35 and 2 outdoor. This action update is brought to you by Mary Haven, Mary Haven Gambling Intervention Program, where free help is available to gamblers and their loved ones. I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. One day after firing head coach Adrian Griffin, the Milwaukee Bucks have reportedly agreed to a deal with Doc Rivers to step in as their new coach. Rivers was with Philadelphia the last three seasons. The 76ers made it to the second round of the playoffs in each of those seasons. Eight games across the association tonight. The Cavs play the first of two straight games against those Bucks in Milwaukee. They'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. Cleveland has won eight games in a row entering that game. Coaching news out of the NFL. Defense coordinator Vic Fangio and the Miami Dolphins have agreed to mutually part ways. Fangio is now expected to be a top target for the Eagles' vacant defensive coordinator job. The Packers have fired their D.C., Joe Barry. The Titans officially announced the hiring of Bengals O.C. Brian Callahan as their new head coach, and the Bengals are promoting their quarterback coach, Dan Pitcher, to take that Callahan spot. This update is sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, go ahead and call Mark Levy at 1-800-MORE-SLEEP or visit him online at sleepbettercolumbus.com.